0: This is NRL Boom Rookies.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside with me, as always, he didn't mispronounce Rad Radra, Mitch Doyle. Good everybody. And joining us from NRL.com, he's back. NRL- action Action Ben Wallace.
2: All action all the time. <laughs> are we, are we
0: calling him from NRL.com now? From
2: every, from a man of many hats. Yeah, not technically NRL.com employee, but I do make a lot of content yeah. for them.
0: So, uh, when does your royalty check come from Matty Elliott's pocket for what you made him become?
2: You mean what I did for Fox Sports?
0: Yeah, you <laughs> did a great job. Yeah, uh, a lot of work to make uh, make him look good, and it's come good. Yeah, he's Oh, mate, he was great on Fox. He just copied your breakdown stuff, let's be honest, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> mate, um... I've got all the time in the world for Matt, so if he
2: wants to do it somewhere else, that's okay. Yep, he's a very good analyst. I think we can all agree on that. As for the Fox Sports people, I'll expect a paycheck.
1: That's fair. All right, let's jump into some results. First game, Matt Bungard, 759. Mitch Doyle, 630. We finally proved who the best fantasy football player is (laughs) in this room. And by a resounding...
0: Wins one game in like four years. And (laughs) by a
1: resounding 129 (laughs) points, the big dog came out on top.
2: Ben, what did you think of this matchup? Well, as a guy who makes three fantasy shows a week, I think it's really important to win games and not lose them. I agree.
0: Yeah, and and championships. Mitch, how what are you what are, are, are you doing to not suck anymore? Oh, you said my trades. I make. Have moves. you thought about buying players who score points? I have thought about that. I've considered. Not um, enough. <laughs>
1: see, my strategy was to have Sammy Radradra.
0: Ah. Yeah. And well, I mean, that just shows the context or your character really. If mm. you're willing to pick up a player. Uh I am sorry. Player. Who who
1: was your team <laughs> named after last year? Was, Look, it, was I, it
0: Blake Ferguson? No, no, that was two years ago when I had Blake Ferguson. Okay, but
1: but uh, it was crudely named after him, it and was. we'll leave that there.
0: Well, people know that name. My, uh, okay. my tipping and fantasy team names are the St George,
2: Illawarra, Cronulla, Sutherland, Dragon Steeler Sharks.
0: Can you shut the band? How in did that or? fit
2: in there? How <laughs> does, yeah. Very, very truncated. <laughs> so it's just like no it's, it's,
1: it's, it's, so. It's an it's an acronym.
2: S T G. Yep.
0: No s Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just look at these random letters like, what the fuck yeah. is this?
1: Fair enough. All right, the first actual game. Sydney Roosters 28, Canterbury Bulldogs 24 on Thursday night. Uh, yeah, Bulldogs started really well. Roosters stormed back, and then it ended up being quite a close contest in the end.
2: Um, what do we think of this one, Ben? I think the Roosters are getting a lot of hype, but there's some uh, some fairness behind it. What I think people aren't taking account of is that the Bulldogs look better than what they were. They're only a game or two away from a good win here. They were better than what they were given credit for. Game one, they got a lot of cheeky points that weren't really theirs. They ended up, you know, getting some uh, pickups off drop balls and stuff like that. But this game, they looked like they deserved to score points. And I think we're going to see a better Bulldogs very soon.
0: I agree. I mean, they were getting hammered after this game by people. And I was like, well, they they lost because they couldn't goal kick. They scored the same amount of tries. Yep. They looked pretty decent. They fought the way back in the game. And... They mixed it up a little more than last week. I know last year, we all can criticise the Bulldogs for being too focused on their forwards. Round one, I thought they were too focused on trying to get the ball out the back too quickly. And there's a bit of better, bit of better, sorry, better balance, I'll say that again, in the second half in this game. like You saw James Graham's short ball paid off because yep. the team were a bit more balanced in that it wasn't just Graham shuffling the ball out the back anymore and it wasn't just going out wide. There was some good hole running centrally and a bit bit more playmaking out wide. And while Brinko Lee has his moments... He definitely had his moments in this game. He made some mistakes a first-grade footballer shouldn't make. He's provided a lot of spark to that attack and could be one of the outlets in a in what's been a bit of a stale back line for a yeah, while. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. I think I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure James Graham has more line-break assists and try-assist than Moses Zemba
2: right now. Mm.
0: Probably. Yep.
1: Believe That would be 1-0 to zero without me looking it up. I'm pretty certain.
2: I think the big difference in the two teams is we're seeing Roosters are playing the attacking structure that's working for a lot of teams at the moment. We're seeing front-forward football, movement around the ball. That's... The exciting football of the big scores that we're seeing this week. And Bulldogs haven't quite acclimated to that new style yet. There's still a lot of the old attack in them. And I think that's the good and the bad teams. That's what we're seeing. People moving around playmakers. There's four or five guys in motion and everyone's on their front foot.
0: We're actually entering into what you mentioned there. Some entertaining footy again. It's It's been coming for a few years that teams have gone back to moving two halves around and moving the ball faster. And With attacking. an
2: out-the-back sweeping Sweep, sweep, yeah, sweep. So, that's all we saw for three years, yeah, and that's died out.
0: It's dying out because teams are had to deal with the sweep now. So it's a lot, ball movement's becoming quicker, and players are running direct again. Like, you I mean, the joy the, the Roosters are having just from running direct.
2: Uh, Mitchell astounding. Pierce running at the line with a prop inside, a second rower on him, a fullback, and Kiri. And then not to mention the guys on the outside. So much fun to watch.
0: Just simple footy, though. That's all it is. But it pays off results. Because, I don't know. Just the speed with those guys around. It and they're riding right the run lines. And obviously, the work they put into it. It really it really works.
2: And that's another mark. Everyone's talking about Keary. It's Pierce is the one running that team. He's setting up all the players. And Kyrie's finishing a lot off. But mm. Pierce looks good again. I mean, I don't want to see him play rep football anymore. We've done enough of that. But at club level, he's a very good halfback.
0: Well, you mean you spoke before the show about how Kiri, he's got a really simplified role at the Roosters, making him look good. Is that
2: Like James Maloney played a very similar role at the Roosters.
0: Yeah. Pierce is doing all the good work inside him, though. Kiri only has, really, he's been running a straight line and then popping a short ball Been most of his game so far I and mean, making him look like a superstar. Had that good kick to Tupou, though. He did have a good yeah, kick to Tupou.
2: That Tupo. was a very nice kick.
0: It was, and I'm also enjoying that they're calling penalties on blockers, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's been pretty good mm. the first couple of rounds. People did not even know what an escort was until they started calling penalties Although, for it. <laughs> the one that drove
2: me nuts over the weekend, I saw three different guys facing sideways playing the ball, and it was never pulled up. I don't care if you don't touch the football with, going between your legs, but don't look at the goddamn sideline and play it.
0: There was actually some real dodgy ones from Nathan Brown, where he like had his leg like up behind his head. By the time he played the ball, he yeah, didn't and actually there, go near touching it. And there was
2: an Eels player looking east-west, and yeah. I just blew up. <laughs>
0: Um, the NRL did admit though Tony Archer admitted after this game that the Luke try, uh pop for Boy Corner was actually a no try if it we went to the bunker yeah I'm... it was kind of weird that out of all the things of the last year or two that we've come out and said were still tries or weren't not tries it was weird that was pointed out because I don't think anybody had no one that. thought that it's, was a, it's a
1: classic one where no one gave a shit and also if that had gone to video ref and they'd overturned it every single person who wasn't a Bulldogs fan would have been like oh rugby league's gone soft that should be a try
2: mm yeah we've changed that obstruction rule every year and I thought, good here's a year where we're not going to change it and we're doing it again no yeah. we're, well we're not changing it they just didn't go upstairs if they, if they'd
1: send that upstairs it would have been dealt with the same way it was dealt last year I thought the rule's pretty black and white now right but they just didn't send it upstairs and I, and I, I mean I don't really care I mean they didn't they weren't I, I know that it's technically an obstruction but he he wasn't they weren't stopping him from scoring. Yeah, I'm with you on that.
2: He That try was happening, whether he's obstructed or not. Because
1: like, was it in the... I think the next game we're going to get to. There was one in that game as well where people were complaining. But if you look mm. at the rule, it was the right call. Even though, you know, on, common, on a common sense basis, it, it, it doesn't make sense. It, it looks silly, but... They've made this black and white so that we don't have a grey area with obstructions anymore. And I guess you just have
2: to accept that. I'm a long-time proponent, too, of not going upstairs as much. I'm happy to have one or two wrong decisions oh, the a weekend the just to play faster. The first
1: two rounds have been great. They've been barely doing it. For like, things that they would have done last year, there was a couple in, I think, the Parramatta game where they checked they checked semi for the sideline when he was about a metre inside. Mm. And there was I, I think I was told, I didn't see any of the... Um, I didn't see any of the Game Henry Perinai referee, but I'm told he went to the bunker far too many times. Yeah. But, I mean, apart from that, I'm, it was a, another very good I've noticed Gavin Badgers
2: pulled back a lot from the bunker. He used to be very bunker-happy. Yeah, he's, he's calling I mean, a lot himself. He's been my favourite ref for a while. And, I, and again, he, he just backs himself, which I like. And there's uh, another ref I don't know the name of. I just call him the Pretty Ref. And he doesn't <laughs> use the bunker a lot either. And whatever his name is, he's a in games perfectly.
0: Yeah. Um, one more comment before we move on, though, yeah. about the way the Bulldogs have changed their game. So... James Graham ran the ball 11 times last week and 14 times this week. I think it's only twice in two years before this has run under 15 times this is not James Graham's team anymore I don't like that you're using your fantasy team I know but that's Correct. not it's not James Graham's team anymore and that's probably for the benefit of the rest of the players to be honest.
2: Yeah, opens it up for the outside backs a little bit more, which yeah. we saw
0: a bit of speed out there. Yeah, and I'm excited to see Brad Abbey debut because I had raps on him like three years ago. Yeah, I think Warriors. I
1: had
2: him, as my, in our boom predictions last year, I had him Rookie of the Year and he didn't play
0: first grade. <laughs> so that was good,
1: good work, me. Yeah. Good as
2: work. we were discussing before, there's a couple of teams that look slow and the Bulldogs is one of them, so Brad Abbey's going to help with that. Yep. All right, uh, Warriors 10, Melbourne Storm 26. Uh, Storm start the year
0: with a couple of wins and the Warriors uh, lose their first game of the season. Mitchell? Uh, the Warriors were, were quite good for about 30 minutes in this game, and then they lost two of us a check, and it all went to shit. Yep. And also, it's just, I'm not going to say typical Warriors, because I am trying I I hope I think they're trying <laughs> to change that this year, but that was the second half. But I was really impressed with their first 30 minutes. The, the Storm peppered them for yep. a long time. They you know earned a 40-20, they had repeat sets, and they weren't cracking. Unfortunately, they did crack in the long run, but I thought, I thought they were pretty good in, uh, in the wet. I will say typical, but not the Warriors. I'll say typical Storm because that second
1: half was just a prototypical Storm at their best half yeah. where they were just clinical, didn't make any mistakes and just ground their opponent into submission. As you said, the moment Tuvasa Shek went off for the head knock, they were up against it and the Storm were just just, just outclassed them in every facet of the game in the second half. I thought they were outstanding. And I, I said this online at the time, I, I really have enjoyed watching the Storm so far this year. I like how they play. Um, and I don't really get the
2: hate, and I don't really get why they're called boring. They scored some really nice tries in this one. There's been the last two years, they've been way more open to attack. Like, last year, they were taking different options and stuff like that, and I think more than anything, what we saw in that first half against the Warriors, jeez, Kronk, you just... There's nothing wrong ever. Like, it's the most perfect kicking game I've ever seen in the wet. Every ball went exactly where it was supposed to go.
1: D- didn't see Chrissy Sandow in Perth in <laughs> 2010 against the Broncos, obviously.
0: Um, And I I want to give raps to. I know he gets raps anyway, but Slasivinuvalu this year has done a lot more to be more than just a finisher.
2: Yeah, he's getting involved a lot more.
0: Yeah, 16 runs, 200 metres this game. Almost 200 metres the first game. That's impressive from a guy who... I originally thought, oh, here we go. He's going to be one of those guys. That all he does is catch and fall. going to get all the yep. rats. But he's, he's changing his game. Guy so, who's growing
1: into one of my favourite forwards as well, Dale Finucan, thought he had another excellent game.
2: Oh, here. I'm a long-time Dale Finucane. Quietly,
1: lover. just a really... Probably outside of Bromwich, the most important forward in... Oh, I mean, Smith... I'm oh, sorry, not Smith, obviously, like... Forward forwards. Probably the most important guy in that So, part.
0: outside of Smith, Bromwich, Toe Harris, we've got Finucan. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't say Toe Harris. And also,
1: I, I mean, when you say forwards, you don't think of hookers. So, I, apart from Bromwich, I'd say he's the
2: most important forward at this point. Yeah. Uh, I've long thought about getting a jacket made with Del on it. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's my favourite defender in the NFL. NFL. NFL,
0: NRL. Um, one player I'm concerned about is, he's our boy. He's been a lot of people's boys. He's here. Does not look like the same footballer anymore? And maybe he's just this got week. the shits with playing on the wing. He actually deserved to be dropped. He's this dropped. Week. Yeah, he was bad. He was really bad. bad for two games and the bad for back end of last year too. And I was putting it down to McFadden, but he doesn't look good. Yeah, he and
2: foreign trained with the New South Wales Cup team. Today. He is
1: a classic,
2: uh needs a change as a
0: scenery candidate, I
2: think. But I is Manu really Vadovae the right answer to bring in? No. Have, yeah. They've
0: got two Manu's now. It's an issue, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But Tui just um, he has this weird thing now. He just stops when he's got the ball. Like he doesn't like step in front of the line. He just stands still. It's like what are you doing, mate? Like engage the line, do something, run straight. But he's just I don't know. Just something in his head at the moment. He said change of atmosphere might be the thing for him. But and if we're
2: calling out players in that game, Kenny Bromwich after that try did nothing. Just hung out on the field for a game that's designed for forwards in the wet. Yeah. no carries great take though <laughs> loose tackles it was very Did shonky for a
1: guy that, kick, that no that one's kick, noticing that kick from Kronk was fantastic I really enjoyed that try and also the last one when they had Smith Munster and Kronk all combined yeah that was great that fun was really nice this, to watch
0: this is a weird thing to call an average first grader but Kenny Bromwich is overrated mm, Yeah. Yeah, he too had him on there. Like, again, he got all this chat this season because he was a fantasy player, which annoys me that fantasy dictates what we, who we yeah, talk Yeah, it's about, like
1: Kronk but. and Darius Boyd aren't particularly good fantasy players. Yeah. But. Billy
2: Slater's one of the worst ever, but he's probably the best footballer I've ever watched with my own two eyes. Well, I mean, okay, that's kind of Greg Inglis. Moving, moving on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Bromwich... You're right, he he's like a, a Curtis Sirenin with an extra run in him at the moment. Like oh, just well, built out on the edge. And shares a you, you'll get share's last his, name with his brother. All right, yeah. gonna, we to you'll <laughs> get you'll get your shot at Curtis Siren in a couple off, of games. Living like off we, someone's we, name. Yeah. We will we, we'll get there. Before we'll get
2: we move there. on, shout out to my girl who watched the game with me and her takeaway was the Storm wear Cadbury purple. They do.
0: So they get the Very same, good Nat. Good They're getting sued. That's a patent colour, isn't yeah. it? Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. It is, but, you know, I mean, the Storm are, 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 are partial to a bit of shady shady business activities. So, <laughs>
2: Chocolate under the table. <laughs>
1: they're, they're getting guys to stay for unders by giving them heavily... Literal dis-
2: brown the paper bags.
1: Hey, there we go. Nice one. All right, Brisbane 20, North Queensland 21. Uh, the greatest rivalry in the NRL era, I'm calling it.
0: Just play my review from like two years
3: ago. Yeah. I want to
0: talk about this game. I'm sorry, Mitchell. <laughs> Did you cancel Broncos Weekly this week? No, I didn't. We fronted up. We okay. always front up. Oh, cool. Um, so, this is only a round two game, and this loss wouldn't have stung if it was to anybody else, but the fact just keeps happening, it's just like... you eh, we did it to them last year. I was like, uh, you know what? I'm over this. <laughs> Everyone else is enjoying it, but I, oh, God. like, I don't think we could have played much better than we did, and we still managed to lose the game. The Cowboys just know how to hang in against the Broncos. They... Have a knack of scoring these average tries, but they all could work for the same thing. Like the Michael Morgan try, how we let that happen, who knows? The Granville try is just from an average kick. Just watch like the Lachlan Coot try last so, year in the semi, but they hang around with us, and, and when it comes down to the clutch, it's just amazing. Like tell Molo and Thurston. What the are you the do?
1: last, the last five games, so from the 2015 Grand Final onwards, four of them have gone to Golden Point, and the one that didn't. Was decided by a field goal in regular time, mm. so it's just amazing. Like you've, we've not seen a three-year stretch of games between two teams that have been of this high a quality. Uh, uh, to me, it's not even close. i I have to go back to maybe Bulldogs Roosters from like o two to o four to even find something Good that's chat. comparable to this. Like. Nothing else gonna I had someone tell me Manly Storm, and I was like, nah.
2: That was fun as a Manly fan, because they played real high quality for yeah, about four but years, like, but anyone who didn't like Manly or Storm didn't and it, watch those and games. And even then,
1: like a lot of those games, I had to look back, they played they played each other eight times between 07 and 09, and like five of them were 13-plus margins for one of the two teams. Like They only had one close game, really.
2: It, was, so, it wasn't it was so much that they had close score lines in those games, it was that they just gave it to each other. And, yeah, one, exactly. and they'd thump each yeah. other the whole game, whereas, and then someone would he, whereas here, out. Whereas
1: here, we've been on the edge of our seat for now, five straight games between Two teams. I mean, I'm happy to have them play every
2: week. I think the most appealing part is the way that both teams approach it too. Like, there's no wrestle, there's no muck around, there's no wasting time, there's no niggle. It's they come to play footy. Both teams, they throw the ball around, they play fast, they attack each other, and the, I think I just said fast every time they play. It's fast.
3: It's ridiculous. It's to like, like watching. It's
1: out. like almost like watching a different sport when you watch these guys play each other, and then you go and watch like a couple of the bad teams. Like it's insane to me.
0: Yeah. Um, shout out to Herman Assisi. By the way, played He's really well this game. Yes, he made a mistake. Sucks that he eight dropped eight that minutes, ball at the end. But, but what are come you gonna on? Do? we were going to kick a field goal. You saw the rest of the time we had the ball.
1: Matt, what's like, with yeah. that? Can you explain to me why they don't even pretend like Ben Hunt is a viable option to kick a field goal?
0: Well, he was injured in the last ten minutes of that game, mm. he, so he, so he, I don't think he was going to be an option. But that's fair point. Thing.
1: But like, does he has he ever been an option in any of these close games? Like, it seems like they, they Milford is option A, and option B is to run the ball.
0: No, I agree that's an issue, uh, but like. This game, I thought Ben Hunt was really good. I thought it was his best game. Oh, yeah, no, he played great. I'm just more talking about... It's definitely an issue, the fact that no one, there's no, no one popping into the second pocket. That it's just milked. Yeah. Whereas and
1: you look at the Cowboys and like Thurston, Coot, and Morgan can all kick them. Yeah,
2: except for the calf strain to Coot, which took him yeah, out of it. Yeah. He could still stand Kyle, there. They even, didn't Ky- know that Even yet. Kyle Felt could...
1: Nathan Nathan Merritt won over if he needed to.
0: And this is my concern with McCulloch playing these big minutes. Again, people think he's an 80-minute beast because he makes 55 tackles, but his service is really bad for the last 15. And on those uh, Milford field goals that were charged down, all of those balls were awful. Like, one of them was above his head, and he gets charged down. Like Like, Milford shouldn't be taking those shots anyway when they're that high. But uh, definitely not the best service when he was tied in the, the um, game. Was it John Asiata that
1: charged down the... Or was it Tamalolo? Tamalolo
0: won Asiata. Yeah, the,
1: the, I think it was the Asiata one where he... It was dead set an NFL punt block. Like he yeah. dived full length, got a hand to it and tipped it wide. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Um,
2: Speaking of McCulloch, is he the Joe Everyman looking NRL player? Yes. Mm. Like he could be on any street in Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, <laughs> Perth, Adelaide.
0: Yeah, but back to back to the middle forwards, though. Narrative of the whole offseason was that the Broncos' middle was going to suck. I honestly think it's been better than it has been last year. It's only two Corbin games. Corbin Sims has been really good. He's, he's been, been really good. CC uh, has been good. Pangai has been really good. Blair has uh, stepped it up. Maguire is still learning lock, but still making metres. And this team has made me- more metres in what two games than it's made, like, I think all but th- three games last year.
2: I think moving Thiday back to the second row on yeah. an edge where he should be has helped the middle because he's not worried about playing middle, he's natural game is out there he can bully people out there yep. and it's made the middle be the middle rather than oh, i don't i'm not sure that i like being here
0: yeah and he's making harder hit ups too from it he's come in and helped oh, the boys out blocks. of out of our end a few times in both games now and uh, i i know we lost but i'm pretty optimistic about this bronco side now looking at it still building on it ben hunt finding some form again Maybe, you know, Nicarima or Benji add some spark off the bench because I feel like we need that with McCulloch and then we'll see what happens. But I'm really optimistic about this Broncos side being the team I thought they were. Huge game on Thursday night. Yeah, it's going to suck if we go one and two with how well we've played.
1: But when you look at your draw, it's kind of like, meh. Like you played what the defending premiers, your arch rivals, yeah. and the best team in the comp at their home ground. Yeah, in and the we first play the Raiders weeks. next week. Oh, okay. Uh, is
0: Raiders is that seriously your first four games. Yeah, and then oh, it's like the top four from last year. Yeah. That, is the, that is the top four from last yeah. year. And then we play the Bulldogs, uh, then the Roosters. So it's it's a, oh, a tough start bad. to the year. Jeez. When do you? Yeah. That's that's. But pretty... then we get like Titans, Manly, whatever from there. It, it,
1: hey, Titans are a top eight team from last year. Show some respect. <laughs> uh, and speaking of the Titans, they are in our next game. Uh, Newcastle thirty four, Gold Coast twenty six. Um, I was playing my baseball final during this game, so I didn't see any of it. We won by the way, grand final this week. Get excited. Um, but yeah, Newcastle their first win in nearly a full calendar year. But
2: the Titans, uh, sorry Titans, the Titans score line flattered them. I they agree. scored a lot of garbage tries that they didn't deserve to score. And I'm going to eat a bullet here. I predicted that the Titans' right edge would be the highest scoring edge in the comp. I ran at you. (laughs) And I am so wrong, just all of the wrongs. They are terrible. They don't know what they're doing. I think a big problem is, on fourth and fifth tackle, rather than Ash Taylor taking the option that he knows he should be taking, like he did last year, he's looking for Jared Hayne. And it's not necessarily that he doesn't know what to do. I think when you have a calibre name like that at the back, notice it's a calibre name, not calibre player. Hmm, If you've got a name like that at the back, you feel like you should be directing traffic towards him. And so instead of chipping for the the wing or blah blah, blah, and they got better once Hayne was off the field because he was taking those options. Yeah. Um,
1: Who, I haven't looked at their team list for this week, but they're like out of backs, right?
2: Yeah, they are playing Tyler Cornish, who's a half back from the Roosters NYC at fullback. Jesus then Christ. they have Dan Sargentson and Will Zilman on an edge together.
0: Should be good. Should be who, they, who, who are they playing? Uh, they're playing the Eels. The Eels without Corey Norman, so we could mm, slog fans. Uh, which which
1: edge are Sarkinson and Zillman on? Is it the Radradra edge? They are playing no. on the right edge. Oh, they're Their right
0: defensive edge?
2: They're wearing two and three, so they must no, no, be... No,
0: no, So, Hurrell will be taking on Radradra and Jennings. Oh, it. and That's, And Don. Um, it actually, it might be Zillman outside him, because Tyne right, roberts Donson. Davis. Played left wing last year.
2: They're one of those teams that have two and five, so oh, okay.
0: it's five sure. next to I three. Was, as four a semi-red
1: rider owner I was really hoping that he would be running at that edge, but that's all right. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so, I'm just
0: going to put it out there. Stop talking about your fantasy team. No, you're specifically. You can talk about fantasy players, but no one gives a fuck about now, your team. You know, I'm doing it on purpose yeah, to you, right? but, And you're getting oh. mad, so you've proved my point. Well, you yeah, also the three players you mentioned today, like I oh, like Dalphinuk, and oh, I drafted him this year. That's why I like Dalphinuk all of a sudden. No, didn't mention Let's that. Let's just watch footy plays. Oh, I know, I know. Just watch, just watch the footy. Okay, buddy. Talk about. Bit oh, I'm fine.
2: Can we give the knights a red hot rap? Oh yeah. Oh, do we have how? to? <laughs> Harry was annoyed. Really?
0: I get why he was annoyed. I do too. They battled to put away a team of fourteen players missing key positions during through the game. I get that, but when you haven't won in a year, it's not as easy as it should be to win a game. Do you know what
2: is? They what impressed me is they stuck to a game plan the whole game. They didn't give up. They didn't. There were not patches where they gave up. They didn't get their heads down. It was even when they were losing on the scoreboard. They went, no, 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 we've got the game plan, stick to it, get it right, get it done, and I have all the time in the world for a certain lock name, Mitch Barnett.
0: Oh, yeah. You know by now, I'm all over Mitch Barnett. Oh, so. he's the best.
2: He's the best player on that team.
0: Yeah, it's bizarre how he's just getting no raps outside of Twitter for how he's playing at the moment. Yeah. Like, he
2: re-signed a three-year contract, so he is now the longest contracted Knights player, and his only interview is with Knights <laughs> TV. Yeah, no Knights yeah. And if you've seen the shot, it's him like... In a weird back room, like they've kind of just
0: put him... There's a bit of a garden in the background and the lighting's terrible. And,
2: oh, just give the guy some credit.
0: Yeah, him and Jamie... We mentioned earlier as well, him and Jamie Bura are really setting a tone for that team mm. in that forward pack. And Sioni's quite good too. They, they do struggle. When the bench that, comes on. When that bench comes on, but they'll, they'll get there. They'll do struggle that. And that's that's the reason why I think they still only win, like, max five games this year. Because they, there's not enough depth in that bench. But
2: The bench is struggling to get a, a tin open.
0: Yeah, but guys like Mitch Barnett and Jamie Beer are setting examples like this, only good things. Yeah, we
2: work his, we do our lines, we do our work, we get the job done, we set up for the halves
0: to do their job.
2: Yeah, that's what
0: they that's do. Exactly right. And, they're, they're, and those two guys and Sione are a great back row and they should be you know set for quite a few years with those there. And then you've got, we all know Nathan Ross, we're a fan of him who puts in in, in that team. And then the rest of the guys, it's actually quite surprising that you know Brendan Elliott was good at fullback in this game. He was pretty good there. Uh, Brock Lamb is someone who probably won't get any credit until people realise who he is. But he's been really good for the Knights, the first two games. He went off with a concussion in this game. but And they're getting solid service from a hooker who's not
2: brilliant, but yeah. he gives the ball clean, he keeps it moving. He's not running, he's not kicking, but he's just doing
0: a nice job. He's actually pretty good in the first 20 when he's fresh. He likes he likes being that hooker who has his hand on the ball and leads his forwards onto the ball, and it works all right. But yeah, he'll, he'll learn, he'll get better. Roy Cost jason will help in that department when he comes back, another guy who won't let them down in the middle. So I still think they won't win many games this year, but this will be more the way they lose. I feel. Yeah, I can't see them winning many, but they'll they'll be they'll in fight games. every game. They'll be in football games. They won't be losing by 40 every week anymore. Uh, Titans, I am enjoying it. Just putting it out there. This is great. Will you enjoy when they're wearing red and black? Even I'll, I'll be on there. They said last night on Twitter, the Bears have done more for Queens than the Titans ever have. So get the Bears back. <laughs> Is am I the only one who finds the figure of seven million dollars really low
2: in a comp where the salary cap is like six point five? The salary cap's going to be like ten million next year. Yeah, it's going to be worth, the salary cap is worth more than the overall value of the team.
0: <laughs> yeah, bizarre.
2: And you get that in a club grant.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, surely there's just more pokies room. Surely it's worth more than that. Seven million for a club. I don't know. Have you seen their dodgy bar? Leagues club, thi- it's the weirdest thing. No, it's, it's a. I it's assumed a, it was just Jupiter's.
2: It's a Leagues club fusion. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird, like, wanky bar on the river. And it's like, why? Why are you doing this? They probably lose out to the, the burly leagues in that area. Eh? It's a big and, league club. and here's the real kick. There's no way to get there from the stadium after the game. Because there's no good public transport that's like out anyth- there.
0: Yeah, that's like anything from that stadium there. God, oh, it's so awful. Bad. I've been there. It's an ordeal.
2: Yeah, it is an ordeal. You mm. know,
1: another place is an ordeal to get to. Brookvale home. Oh, home here home. it comes. Uh, Manly- Sorry, what? Oh, cool.
2: It's a It's a golden... The golden gem of the Northern Beaches. <laughs> Lotto
1: Lamb. Manly, I'm not calling it that. <laughs> Lotto Manly, Manly, 18. South Sydney, 38. Bunnies get on the board. Their first win of the year. Uh...
4: Well, they've just forgotten how to lose South Sydney, haven't they? <laughs> <It's> obligatory. <laughs> they, they just don't think about losing.
2: Like Manly Council, have forgotten how to lose. Because <laughs> yeah. after they lost the battle of naming Brookvale Oval, they've put up banners all around the Oval in the ground, never spent a dollar on it in 10 years, but all of a sudden every single there entrance so... has Brookvale Park at the front of oh, it. Oh, really? Yep. yep. <laughs> Just salty council. I enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, that
3: that's, 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 right that's in front of every
2: Lotto cool. Land side, there's a Brookvale Park sign. That's
0: amazing. Um,
1: this was a weird game in terms of the fact that It ended up being a 20-point margin, but it was tied with 20 minutes to go. And also the fact that Manly scored three tries in the first seven minutes. And it was so bizarre to me. Like, I don't know what happened, but it was like someone lit a fire under Souths after that third try went in. And they just turned into a different team. Like, there was a noticeable difference in their intensity in attack and defense. And suddenly they just looked like they knew how to play football again.
2: Yeah, shock horror team with no forwards and no bench. Can't uh, do well <laughs> after 20 minutes.
1: Um, did you know that Winterstein and Siernan, you're starting 11 and 12. I know. Combined for nine runs. Yeah, I'm thrilled by it. Both South's 11 and 12 had uh, more metres than the two Manly guys combined.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: you can't see it on a mic, but I'm rubbing my eyes in pain.
0: Yeah, yeah the pack outside of uh, Lawrence and Jake were made 194 metres across... That the might, That's just pathetic. <laughs> yeah. Like, all Thirty on. meters a player.
2: The week before, Tapau, Adam Fanua, Blake, and Parrot combined for and when I say this, it doesn't sound impressive because I said three guys, but Parrot only played sixteen minutes, two hundred and thirty-four meters, seventy-four that's, tackles, and three offloads. That's yeah. eighty meters and twenty-five tackles a player. That's that's serviceable and
1: yeah. like obviously that's a, that's all, losing all three of those guys is huge and we saw it. And I think that is maybe part of the reason why George Burgess started on the bench because, I mean, I thought he looked pretty good and he was definitely a big reason why that game turned on its head. He came on and suddenly
2: South were on the front foot pretty much every set. There was no one to defend him there. Yeah. It was a perfect time to play George Burgess and get his confidence back, I think, he, too. I mean,
1: obviously, he still dropped the ball near the try line, but he looked pretty good, I thought. And I thought Sam looked close to back to his best again. I thought he played really well as well. Um it's really still hard to put a handle on this South team because, no disrespect, Ben, but I think Manly are awful. Terrible. Uh, just really bad. And um, I, I, I'm not really sure how you can gauge this performance because they're not going to be able to steamroll forward packs. I don't think any team is going to be able to steamroll any other forward pack to the extent that th- this happened in this game just purely because, for, uh, for whatever reason, only two guys
2: want to run the football. Yeah, my biggest worry for the Rabbitohs is speed because they don't seem to have any. No. They're very slow across the field. And I think you see it in their kick chase. Oh, the kick Mitch chase was before. awful. Well, Reynolds is putting in great kicks, but no one's getting up there because they're so slow. The one
1: time they chased hard, Farah put in a kick from dummy half, they pinned Turbojevic a metre out from his own line, and then they forced an error, and then they scored their first try of the game off the next set.
0: Well, they, they let the Manly back, back three run for over 600 metres. Yep. Yeah, Tom Turbojevic, I think,
2: ran yeah, for 330 or s- something yeah. like that.
0: 300, 305 he got. So their back three ran for over 600 metres. Combined and I believe the Tigers was pretty similar. I know uh, Tedesco and Offelma had two hundred uh, over two hundred each. Yep, and that just shows how piss poor this kick chase. That's currently that's is. my
1: biggest criticism of this team right now because I thought their line speed was pathetic last week, but it got better in this game as the game went on, and it was pretty good after the first ten minutes. It was pretty good after that, I mean, and I think you can see that in the fact that the forwards didn't make many meters. But as you said, kick chase woeful, and teams back threes are just feasting. Um, uh, yeah, so it'll
2: be interesting to see what happens to the Knights this week. Manly have a lot of problems, like a lot. Big time. Who thought, Whoever thought it was okay to go into the year with Siren and Winterstein, one of them would be okay on a bench, not two of them starting, with getting spelled by Lewis Brown, who was terrible last year and is terrible this year. Um, the prop rotation looked good, but we've lost four of them by round two. I don't mind the back line so much, but there's a lot of things going wrong. I think my biggest problem with... And it's very easy to put it on daily Cherry Evans, he's not obviously not playing as well as he did when he won the comp years ago. But there's no one there supporting him. Like, name the last player you saw running a line for him while he's drifting across it's the field. It's really
1: hard. And like, it, it saw it in this game as well. Like, he's throwing passes behind guys because they're not run, they're not where they should. They're not be. moving on the ball. And-
2: like if you watch that 2011 team, yeah. every time he moved, there was four players in motion it's, it's, around him,
1: and he had options. It's obviously always easy to blame the guy that's getting paid the most money, who's the focal point of the team, yeah. but it's not his fault. Like you can't. It doesn't matter who your halfback is if your forwards aren't making any meters. Like, and
2: people forget, like Thurston's at his career best the last couple of years. People forget five years ago he was inconsistent because he didn't have a halves partner. He had a bad game plan because Henry didn't have guys moving around him. And he didn't have the like Australian forward pack in yeah. front of him. All of a sudden, you give him a forward pack. You bring in Michael Morgan, and then you've got uh, Coach Green giving the players a rule. If Jonathan has the ball, I want four of you in motion every single time. And here's the lines you run. Now, all of a sudden, he's got those options, and he's killing everyone. I think that's what's happening to Cherry. Not that he's anywhere near Thurston's level, but that's what's happening to Cherry Evans. He yeah. doesn't have those things. You
0: know how much I don't like him, Cherry Evans. But you're you, you completely right on that stuff because, I don't know, people expect so much out of playmakers and they cop a lot, but there is nothing he could have done on the weekend behind a team that wasn't moving forward. Outside of uh, what what Brian Kelly and the Turbos, I wouldn't have fed any of them after that. No, they were the only three that looked good on that field. Maybe you, you Arthur could have had some scraps. That would have been about it. He, I would say was fantastic in the first half. and he he's just anonymous in the he second He made a lot of metres, yeah. Yeah, I think you guys made him look good by presenting a broken line and kick chase again. Sure, but, you
1: know, credit to him for taking advantage of it.
2: The um, the other issue that Manly has is there's so much going on off the field. Like, we're constantly hearing about Barrett and Bozo being at each other's throats, that they're giving players different game plans. And then you've got, on top of that, Fulton's at war with the new CEO. Yeah. This new CEO just sacked his daughter, so they're at war. So, you've got admin fights, you've got coaching fights, you've got players who are disassembled because they're new players together. I know someone who was in a box with Fanoa Blake and um, power watching the game, who knows the players and the playing group quite well, who told me that turned to power and said, looks like none of you know each other, and he goes, probably don't. That's not a great thing to have in a football team, <laughs> no, that not. half the players don't know each other and they look like they've never met on the field.
3: Yeah, and
0: that's, there's things you point out there that, again, the, the average fan don't pay enough attention to, is that Cohesions a part of winning football games and they've been two new teams in two years from them, no, I think they've
2: turned over forty players in two seasons
0: yep and a lot smarter men than me will tell you that you can't be a successful football team if your back room's a mess yep you can't be like it, it, it was something Bennett mentioned when he was at the Knights that once off the field stuff's as bad as it is you can't win on the field and that's what man they seem to be going to at the moment that the players one they've got the wrong players to me anyway two they don't they have no cohesion with each other and three there seems to be other distractions anyway like but yeah I don't know what you can do going forward I mean they, Winnerstein, Syron, and Sean Lane, Jared Kennedy. You're happy with one of those guys in your seventeen? Not, not four. four. <laughs> like it's not good. And
2: two of them are starting.
0: Yeah, yeah. And one of them's going to play. Like they're going to play Kennedy and Sean Lane are going to play prop this week.
2: I said last year I can't see success in Manly for five years, and this year's proving it to me.
0: Yeah, you're going to lose Daly Cherry Evans like billion dollar deal because he's going to be thirty two. the how sort sorted out, yeah, yeah. You're going to waste his best years. I yeah. tell
1: you what's interesting is that with the game in the balance, Maguire took Sam Burgess off and brought Farah back on, but he left Damien Cook out there as well. And South scored three tries in that last 10 minutes when he did that. Obviously, I'm not suggesting Sam Burgess is, is a negative presence. He was fantastic. But it was interesting that he trusted uh, you know, trusted to have an extra playmaker out there in you know crunch time, really, and it I paid I think off. if you looked at how
2: tired Manly was, yeah. it was a really smart move by Maguire, and I'm guilty of I gave Maguire a bit of stick after round one saying maybe he's not great for this team anymore in BoBo but what he did there was a master stroke of coaching where he went they're tired let's speed this game up let's throw the ball around more and let's speed it up on them and it worked in wonders yeah
0: and is george is that what george Burgess has become too by the way is he now just a bit part player is that yeah, what he's, he's a bit curious? part battering ram that's it he played what 25 minutes he made 100 meters in that 25 minutes is that is that what he is, this guy that um. It's no shaming. Maybe they're easing him back in, but he's but on like seven, eight hundred k for that kind of money, well, for that kind of that kind of play, that's not good. <laughs> like that's an issue when you've got. I don't know how much is on Tom, but these this Burgess is a big part of the salary cap, and they're not getting much out of them outside Sam.
1: Well, yeah, but at the same time, I don't think Tom would be on all that much. And if starting cap's ten million next year, seven hundred k is not that much for a guy that's a key member of your starting seventeen. Whether it's a key member that only plays half an hour, he's still a key member. I think if he's playing that sort of. Yeah, but,
0: but again, it's just like it's him, and then you've got to start Jason yeah. Clark. Sure, we, we,
1: we don't know that we don't know that he's gonna that there's only gonna be half hours. Maybe there is easing him back into first grade. We don't we're
2: not sure. We're gonna we're we gonna
1: have a few more games of this to see what it's what what it, who he is. It wouldn't
2: be the first successful team to do that because if you think back to Manly when they were at their peak and George Rose would yeah, come he, on for thirty minutes, he was being paid very handsomely for that three for that thirty minutes that he was coming out. His was more a footwork thing than a battering ram, but similar role. Come out, shake things up in the forwards for 30 minutes for me and then go have KFC. George
0: Rose didn't go from one of the best props in the game to that role. That's true. Like, George Rose was that guy from the start. And that's what, you know, when you look at George Burgess, to me, he's becoming a dude of massive wasted potential if he keeps playing like this. Oh, I think, I think it's a bit harsh, especially after the game he just had. I know, I know He ran over the managed, manly pack.
1: I'm not impressed, we, we, you, <laughs> mate. You can only beat what's in front of you, and he had yeah. a good game. Like well, as I said, I'm not ready to make a judgment on him yet. You need to see him do it a few more times. Like mm. uh, this week, they play the Knights. Next week, they play the Roosters. That definitely, that second game will be a huge test. More game. my concern is that it's been 12 months of this.
3: I think, sure, think he was a confidence he, player. He
1: looked better yeah. last. I think we. I think you can agree. With this much, at least, that he looked better on Saturday than he looked at any game last year.
2: I think if you promise him, any, mm. that, like that's fair, right? That, yeah. yeah. Promise him a Sunday roast with a Yorkshire pudding, <laughs> and <laughs> I am sure he will play well every week.
1: Yeah, I, I loved it. What about his twenty meter dummy half scoop? Oh, was the best. <laughs> <His bloody glory laughs> he did- didn't know what he was, yeah, was doing. <laughs> a go step in there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to backflip and wave to mum. That oh, was that's great, fantastic.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Farah, I thought it was excellent. Um, I, I thought it was a travesty that Damien Cook got no, no, no sorry, not Damien I thought it was a travesty that Cody Walker got no Dalian points I thought oh. he was the best player I thought the it field. was
2: a travesty they couldn't find a smaller jersey for Robbie Farah
0: <laughs> 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 I think Cody Walker was the best player of the weekend by the way and he didn't get any together yeah, oh, oh, The Luke best player is not named him. Corey Norman I'm going to say Fair, Yeah, I'm
2: yeah. okay with that yeah, Mitch hates of. Corey Norman he won't, he won't consider it I don't that. hate Corey Norman Yes you do no, I You do all
1: right, uh, Canberra 16, Cronulla 42. I was on my way back from Brookvale, so I didn't see any of this. So, this will highlights. So, take it away, Mitchell. So, Canberra fat. Oh Yeah, right. we talked about this <laughs> okay. before. Is it then, like in It's Always Sunny when Mac comes back and he's just fat? Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. Junior Paulo looks like, I think we settled on eight kilos overweight.
0: Yeah, he looks fat. We, Papali was always fat. That's fine. But that whole middle of their field is a real concern for a team that was, you know... They, they made their money last year steamrolling up the middle, and this year they had got... They Do got, they, they need to switch from full cream Canberra milk to 2%? <laughs> <laughs> so they had... You know, Paulo took nine runs. Boyd took six. Uh, Bateman took six. Uh, Dun- Dunamis-Louis, four runs of 14 metres. Impact. <laughs> like, that's not good enough. Again, middle forwards getting steamrolled, and I know that the Sharks really did get in their face this game, and Canberra didn't like it, but that was Canberra's bread and butter last year. Was teams getting in their face and then, then smacking them to the ground and they just didn't have it. And we saw we saw more of twenty fifteen Joey A. than we would have liked to have seen. It's like the same with round one. Yeah, I was
2: very vocal in the offseason predicting the downfall of the Raiders this year because if you look at the history of Ricky Stewart's coaching and the Raiders as a whole, whether they have you up year, down year, up year, down year. Um the reason I predicted that was because a lot of their play last year was related to Powerful ball running by people in their peaks, plus sure. Hodgson having the best year he's ever had. They get Croker back this week, though. That's, That's very important. Good. That's a really important... Yeah, really yeah. important piece to that edge, and their attacking options. But what I'm getting at is that you can't rely on having your best game every week, and I think they rely on that too much, where Leilua and Hodgson had pretty sloppy games, to say the least. And without them having that best game, you're going to really struggle. Like, their whole game plan is we're going to punch you in the mouth and shock you. It's going to be big forwards going to hit you, then big outside backs going to hit you and you're shocked. And if you don't shock them, what are you going to do? I'm not using this as like an excuse or anything, but they, if memory
1: serves, they got flogged by Cronulla early season last year as well, right? I so. Think so. I'm not ready to, you know, push the panic button on the Raiders just yet. no, no I but they do need to see it. Oh, sure. They're out of shape. But I, I want to see a few more weeks of this before I, I mean, start, you know, really getting worried about whether they're just going to be the, they're, whether they're going to be the, the regression team this year.
0: They had no forward make over 100 metres in this game. That's bad. Uh, they, got, they got ruined by Chris Hyington, by the way. He was really impressive off the bench. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, and Matt a, Pryor
2: again, he loves that stadium.
0: He does. But yeah, Hyington, like, the first 20 minutes was a slog fest. Mm. And both teams were dropping the ball a little and whatever. But the Sharks bench took control of this game and then the Sharks never lost it. And I also think it's actually the best game Maloney's played in the Sharks jersey for me. Mm. I forget, forget the prelim and the grand okay. final. He was really good in this game. Really good. And I think Braley's starting to show in that second. The first week he didn't do much. He just gave
2: service. This one we saw him run a little bit. He showed a little bit of trickiness. And I think he moved around those big forwards a little bit. And he's Because he's so young and so new, he's not going to get credit for it. But I really like what he did in that second game. And I can see why the Sharks are excited about
0: him. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've said before, and I'll say it again, I think he is the first of these false Dawn hookers to actually be something special. Hmm. Every year we get this, oh, this guy's the next big hooker, this guy's the next big one. This is the guy I actually think is going to be something. What I like best about him is the whole game, his head is on a swivel. He's watching
2: who's standing where in the fence, where are you? Looks back to check where his playmaker is. No, you're not the one I want on that side. Gives a signal, moves the guy he wants where he wants him to run. X player at X player. He's already doing that in game two, and that's so yeah. impressive.
0: And Camber got it all wrong. They didn't make him work in defence. He only made 22 tackles, which is nothing for 65 minutes in the middle. But that's it. He was so fresh with the ball in hand that his service was crisp. He ran the ball quite often, as you said. He he was linking up well with the halves and picking out options and looked like one of the more dynamic young hookers we've seen in a while. That a guy who can both run and pass and marshal the troops and. I know Seguiano. Everyone's talking about. Oh, I'm not, he's he's going there to, a week ago. I think if you're Canalo and you're halfway through that contract, you just don't bother. <laughs> what? Like they've already got enough faith in him to not even have a hooker on the bench. Yeah, I'd be looking for a second rower or something like that yeah. over Seguiano. Yeah, I mean they've got Joseph Paulo played nine minutes of hooker last week, and that was it. That was their backup hooker. Mm. They don't need one. And
2: Paulo's not in the team this week either. He's back in <laughs> the reserves. Yeah, so there you go. But so. they do have. Uh, Foo Brown on the bench. No, so, he,
0: no, he got dropped. They changed their t- their lineup. Oh, did they, they change it? Yeah, hey? they, they uh, He's not in the 21, so...
2: Because uh, originally he was in the 17 yeah. of their first-released teams.
0: Yeah, so they're, they're backing Braley in, it seems. Uh, yeah, good. Canberra, there's there's a lot of warning signs there that aren't good, but there is time to fix it. The, the most... Out of all that, though, the overweight net players or the letharginess, whatever, the biggest concern for me is Josh Hodgson, who hasn't looked good. It's kind of bizarre to me
1: that they can go from, you know, arguably deserving to beat the Cowboys in townsville especially when we
0: just saw how well the Cowboys played on friday night to this at home yeah definitely and uh but i don't think hodgins had a good game in either of them and that that's a big concern because he has been the guy yeah he we there.
1: saw it when he wasn't in the team last year or when he would go off and kurt baptiste would come on there was a remarkable drop in you know how they performed yeah
2: they need to get the aiden caesar who is at the titans to take some more control because yeah. the aiden caesar we're seeing at the at the raiders the whole time he's been there isn't that guy who controlled games, and he needs to step up and do that so that it's not just on Hodgson.
0: Yeah, this is going to be an an awful cliche, but they look like a team who read their own press in the off-season currently, and maybe that'll change. Mm. Them um, and the Panthers. Yeah. I mean, you know, the best way to change that though getting rattled the first four or five rounds of the year. We've seen plenty of teams lose the first, you know, three of their first four or whatever and turn into premiership contenders. So it's not all doom and gloom for them, but...
2: Yeah, I think Ricky said in his press conference, we got shocked today, and it's good that that shock came in round two. Or yeah. maybe said we got put in our place today. Something along those lines. They
0: did, not they got Croker back this week. Whitehead's back on the edge. Showy Old has gone to the bench, who didn't have a, a joyful night on the weekend, but yeah, they are... We'll see how they go with Croker back and Elliott Whitehead back on that right edge because they definitely struggled defensively with Whitehead not inside of uh, Austin.
1: Yep, yeah, and they've got a, a, a another game at home this week and they will be fancying themselves against the West Tigers who hosted Penrith on Sunday afternoon and went down by a score of 36-2. to two. Uh, my favourite part of the afternoon was Vossi trying to attribute the 34 unanswered points they let in to the fact that they kicked a penalty goal to make it 2-all.
0: <laughs> That'll show them. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's why. Obviously, they wouldn't have fallen in a heap if they'd gone for that try.
0: Tiger's bench. Wow. Know, so many times I've mentioned this week, already bench is losing games, but it's another one that was in the balance of 20 minutes. Yep. And then it was over. <laughs> this
1: this game and the South Manly game just weird in terms of the fact that they were so close for a substantial chunk of time, and then suddenly one team just clicked and the other one fell to pieces. Mm-hmm. But it, th- this is right, this is going to sound really stupid because they lost by thirty four points. But they had enough chances to win this game. They bombed more sets in in the red zone than I've maybe that I've ever seen. They dropped three balls over the line. They had a par- They had a try rule back for a forward pass. They had a couple more errors inside the 20. They were just really, really wasteful when they got down the Panthers and They had plenty of chances to score points. They
2: just didn't take any of them. Yeah, they made 16 errors, which is, I think, the highest so far
0: this season, which isn't
2: great. We just saw old Tigers again. Mm. Like, round one, we saw Chris Tigers, and now we're back to sloppy But you can't take... I keep telling people, yeah. you cannot take West Tigers' performances
1: against Souths as, this is as what, an indicator like to anything because they just lift against Souths more than they do against any other opponent and we saw it here.
2: Luke Brooks regressed so bad but from mm. round one to round two I don't even know how to explain it. He might have
1: it. had the worst game I've ever seen a halfback have and I hate to hammer the guy but my god it, he was, it wasn't He legitimately
0: just didn't want to make tackles. He let Dean Farray score that was embarrassing. Dean Fahre knew he was going to score. That was terrible. He pulled his he arm wa- out of the way. He
1: did the old matador cape just waved yeah. him through. It was terrible.
2: And then I've never seen a worse kicking game in a first grade uh, it was, than what
1: he did. It was remarkably bad. How um, know that kick that went that into like row ten? The kickoff that went into the seats. Like you have oh. to try to kick a kickoff into the seats. Like, my goodness.
2: Andy Raymond was joking about I tried to catch it and it went four foot over my head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think he was lying. I th- I don't think he was joking. That was a kick yeah. for
2: touch. Like, what in the world? That's it.
1: Awful. Um gotta give props to Doyle's boy, Matt Moylan. He was fantastic here. Really pulled the strings. he, he again started sluggishly. He missed he, he made an error. He he kicked long uh for Cleary with no when Tedesco was out of position and there was no tiger within fifty metres and he kicked it dead and that, that was that to me class-wise as a bomb try. But then after that, uh, he was fantastic. Put Peachy through a hole three or four times, uh, pulled the strings throughout, and I thought, you know, I thought he had an excellent game. As much as we like to complain that he is you know,
0: that he gets too much hype and too much praise from commentators, I thought he was excellent here, Mitch. I Thought his job was done for him in the middle again. Simple, like this is why I'm not a huge fan of Matt Moylan is that the big guys that get the raps as those elite playmakers can turn their team around. And Moylan didn't turn up till that was the 45th minute mark and the team was well at the top.
2: What I did like about what Moylan did, which we don't see from him all the time, is him ball playing between the 40-meter line, like 40, 50, 40 part of the field. He was giving early ball to centres. What we know from Matt Moylan is that close to the line, he's going to float out the back and try and give the cutout ball. This week he was trying to do something a bit different, get more involved in the middle of the field and give that early ball out wide, and that's what I liked. I get bored of the Matt Moylan who can do the cutout pass Mm. because... Like the dragons showed last week, if you are smart in defence, you can shut it down pretty yeah. easily. And
1: I really like their early shifts on kick returns as well. Yeah, a that was of great. Fun. Yeah, like I don't know. I really just I like everything I saw from Penrith this week. They just week. abused a
0: poor Tigers defence. And edge, what about um? For years. What
1: about uh, Kikau's hit on Tedesco? Oh, it was fantastic. fantastic. It was. Um, and then um, he got it. And then he
2: got a try. He's first in yeah. the NRL. What a good afternoon for the young man. We will actually be talking about him on the breakdown tomorrow when we talk about the best debutants of the first okay, two good rounds. Good plug. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's um. Does Robbie Farrakhan as a debutant?
2: He does not. Okay.
0: He's been. Dual A run in first grade for a while, Kakao. So I'm glad it came because he offered a lot more off the bench than Moses Leota was. And hopefully, you know, he keeps getting an extended run there. Um,
2: Did the Panthers get a bonus in Cartwright getting injured?
0: I was going to, that's what I was going to bring up. He's going to be like a Ewing Theory candidate, right? Like,
1: especially in terms of the fact that. Uh, it, it puts more of an onus on the centres and the playmakers to create more when mm-hmm. they don't have Cartwright there, when they've just got forwards running lines and he, when, you know, he sort of just becomes a extra ball player when they get in the red zone, whereas here they just had, they didn't have,
0: you know, and sometimes it's a case of They go back to them. their structures. Exactly, yeah. I, I really Similar like, to the Hayne problem. Yeah. I really like Fisher-Harris and that's what mm. I was going to bring up then is that when Cartwright went off, Fisher-Harris filled in outside of Tamari Martin Locked them up defensively. They looked really good in their line. That was important. All of a sudden, the Tigers couldn't run in that channel anymore and they tried, they bloody tried to run in that oh, channel. Didn't
2: Tedesco embarrass Cartwright last year? I think he put three yeah, tries over him he last did. year.
0: And then in attack, that James Vahara- Harris runs good lines, runs good decoys, is direct and draws attention. And there was quite a few times that just, they could play balls around him easily because he was hitting hard lines. And, that's and all it, it makes them
3: bigger
2: too because you've got to remember, Isaiah Yo's on the other side and he's not a big second rower.
0: Yeah.
2: You've got... What, Cartwright's arguably 5'8 and a half? We don't know. Well, he's like, like, what, uh,
0: he's like two metres tall, but he's not big. He's not big. He's afraid of It adds tackles. size to a team. <laughs> yeah, it does. And then you look at though, those Tigers' defensive edges. The fans were all crying that David Kidwell going was going to solve the problems. Man, those problems are right through that, that culture. Their that defense. edge defence is just pathetic. Uh, Idris on has no sides. interest in tackling <sighs> either, when he comes on. They, they haven't put him in their 21 this week, and I think he is at the spot that he needs to go play some 80s in New South Wales Cup before he can play first grade. Agree with that. Because it's not only hurting himself coming on and playing 30 minutes and not performing. You're trying to develop a guy, Moses Sully, who's defending with two different centres in the same 80 minutes, and Cheekham's not exactly experienced either. I don't know I don't know what you're trying to achieve with that outside of Luke Brooks. So you've got this edge that's got Luke Brooks, Sully, uh, Cheekham, Idris... So, you know, mixing up in, in different times of the game. It doesn't look good.
2: And, you know, every week the media is going to talk about it and what his hair looks like that week and draw yeah. attention to him and that he's so big. and what It's a distraction.
1: Yep. Yeah. And also, on the other side, like, I, I love Nagama and Nofaluma in attack, but my God, didn't Tyrone Peachy just destroy them and deal them Edmund. alive. Yeah.
0: Kevin Nagama is the worst defensive centre in the competition and it's not even close. I He agree. is the worst. I'm sure you have numbers
1: to back that up, but I just think by pure eye test, I agree with that as well. He
0: missed the most tackles of any centre last year, led to the most tries of any centre, led to the most line breaks of any centre, he has the most... Paul Reeds of any centre, all stats, numbers.
2: But he looks like early 80s Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Good oh, hair. He does good, have good hair. He's good with good the ball in
0: hand, but those are the kind of guys that you can actually figure out how to defend around them, but the Tigers haven't figured that out.
2: He's a leather suit away from a comedy special.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah. As
0: I, yeah, like, Their edge
1: defence on both. And as you said, like having Luke Brooks obviously has his consistency issues, so having a back rower turned centre and a like 12-year-old as your two outside men on that side is not going to be good for him. And it wasn't here, <laughs> like straight up. <laughs> nah. um, yeah, he was bad. They were just bad as a whole. Really disappointing after how well, they, how good they looked in round one. Um, unfortunate for them. And you know, good on the Panthers for bouncing back after their disastrous uh, round one. I'm looking forward to the Roosters running right over them again, like the Dragons. You are so bitter, Mitchell. <laughs> All right, last game of the round. Speaking of the Dragons, they were in action again and they lost. Uh, they went down at home, 16 to 34, to the Parramatta Eels. Semi Rendranger getting four tries. Michael Jennings throwing one of the best passes I've ever seen.
2: but Everything the Dragons did right in round one, they didn't do in round two. Everything they did right, they forgot Forgot how to play in motion. They forgot how to give options to their playmakers. They forgot how to defend together. And when did you and Aitken go from being the best defensive centre of the comp to being Michael Jennings' bitch. I think
1: it was just a one-off. Man,
2: he he was poor in this game. Um, so many bad reads. Yep. He called the winger in when he should have stayed out. He got beaten on the outside three times, I think. It was just... Oh, and I think idly. this is closer to the Josh McCrone we're going to
1: get every week rather than the Josh McCrone we yeah, saw around.
2: How, how Moylan struggled to defuse that kicking game confused me in round one. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'll tell you what, there was no issues in round two.
1: Yeah, Bevan French looked great. Their whole team looked really polished. And I'm... I'm calling it right now. This is the team I underestimated the most in the preseason when I made my last predictions. Yeah, they look sharp. They look uh, the Dragons
0: sharp. Packers were scared of them in this game, by the way. They yeah. stopped running the ball hard at the line. That's one thing with the Eagles won the game. Matangi is killing people for fun, which He's is great. great. I, I, it's really it's really bizarre to me that that guy got let go by four clubs. Three clubs I can sorry.
1: see why, though. He, obviously, he. I've never seen him run as hard and... As, with as much purpose as he has for the Eels in the first two I, I
0: think when he was early at the Warriors, he were, made his way into the Kiwi squad really quickly because he was killing it. He killed it his first season there, and then the next year he was on the bench and all of a sudden flicked around. And The Roosters, there was no game time there for him. But he came off the back fence quite often for Penrith that played 20 minutes. It was a weird role he had there. But yeah, Parramatta, he's playing long stints and he's putting, putting some hurt on players, both with the ball and without it. And He's doing a lot to win that middle battle early, and they're, they're, like I said, the Pan- the dragons forwards were afraid of running the ball. They starting pack made like two hundred and fifty meters combined.
2: I'm calling the eels the new sharks. They play just like they get they get in a grind with you. You play at our speed in the grind, and then when we get up your end, we're giving it to the fast guys
1: oh, out I the back. I think they're a little bit more fun to watch no, than the sharks. That, no, you,
0: you've got the, the thesis. The middle that there is the correct. Thesis- the 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 core of it is similar to that Shark side, but we've mentioned it before. But the there's better attack. It's it's they've added. they Corey Norman, Clint and Bevan Frank. They are s- they are so
1: much fun to watch. I think they're up there. They're they're in my right near the top of my teams to watch at the moment. Like yep. they've been
2: great in the, the first two weeks in terms of their attack. The middle play from them isn't exciting. It's the attacking play makes them yep, all the yeah. fun to watch. And I'm so dirty on them because there's three players there that should be at Manly this year, and they're just <laughs> carving yep. up. Gutherson, Varve, and Matangi. Gutherson's should all be at Manly. rise
1: is so bizarre because he left Manly, came to Parramatta, played on the wing. Was you know we we laughed at him. He's he bad was, the first game. He was awful. But and then the he, year before, though, remember a lot of us put him down as like the best best sure. player in the game. Just a bizarre. weird, really weird. And now he's moved to the halves, and he is killing it. And Manu cool. Ma'u has been fantastic as well. That guy's been killing it. Corey Norman, as you said, was. Probab-
2: Probably one the of- best player of the com- yeah. comp in round two he's and he's out this cool. week. Yeah, know.
1: he's being rested um, apparently. Yeah,
2: hamstring strain so they're resting him. Cause Sunday, to, Sunday
1: to Friday turnaround which
2: I guess, fair enough, good good hey, game management. If you've I got get. tight hammies coming out of that, two good wins in round two. Yeah, no point overworking a bloke. Yeah, give him, him a week three. off. We're going to need him in round two. Yeah, he's
1: been good. Gutherson's been good. Their forwards have been great and of course their edges have just been, been really fun. The so. Gutherson
2: story is really interesting too if you go back further because he was brought up at Manly as going to be the successor to Brett Stewart. Yeah. And there was a lot of pressure on him back then. He was very good, but then Tom Travojevic emerged about the same time that he was coming in and basically knocked him off his perch. Um, Gutherson was actually still signed to Manly this year, and they yeah. let him go two years early because they didn't think there was a spot for him. That and, was. The, that, but the wing was never his spot. Once he got into the centres and he was around the ball and now at 5'8", that's just where he's supposed to be.
0: Well, I remember speaking to you two years ago, you saying that now we've got Tommy Turbo, Gutherson's our future centre. He's our, our guy. I and
2: thought he was going to be remember? the guy to replace Jamie Lyon. I thought our back line was set for the next yeah. five years.
0: And the short-sightedness of letting a player like that go because you've got Steve Maddow and Jamie Lyon for two more years is ridiculous. And then, Especially we're... when they were both breaking down yeah. already. Yeah. To me, you look into that, and then you look into stuff. They make decisions like the UARTE for Bureau Trade, for example. It's just another Ugh. thing's wrong with Manly, but... Yeah, Gutherson has been fantastic for the Eels and will play any role there and do it well. Um, I also... like.
3: And they're
2: talking about finding another playmaker, which they're copying a lot of stick for, but I can see there's a great idea in there in that he's good in 5'8", but he's probably a better centre. Yeah. If you can bring in a real good 5'8", or or a nice halfback to complement Corey Norman, you move Takarangi out of the centres, you've got two strong attacking centres then. Takarangi can still do the same job at the second row. And then you've got an extra playmaker in there. It's exactly. very clever.
0: Oh, it's a great idea. And getting people who can play the ball in the centres is, 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 is fantastic. Oh, look anyway. at Jamie
2: Lyons, whole career.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then, by the way, Michael Jennings looks to be having going, on his way to having a good season. Passing the, the, ball. Passing oh, the passing ball. Passing the ball. Passing the ball, setting semi up. Not giving that origin spot up. Said it last year, he's not going to lose that origin spot. If he plays like this, that origin spot's going nowhere.
2: Now, I, that fourth Radra try where he was on the other side. Brilliant. Great that play. That was a great play. It was actually a set play that was called that he stuffed up because it was supposed to be on the other side, but because he'd just played the ball... I got this through Chris Kennedy, who actually asked Sammy. Because he'd played the last ball, he realised he couldn't get back to the left-hand side, so he decided to do the set play on his side with him in the spot that he was supposed to be on the wing on the left-hand side. So he knew the play well enough to flip it and play it on that side. That's impressive.
1: That's really good. It's impressive football IQ.
0: They didn't know where he was coming from either. They had no No. idea. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Um, NRL,
2: can you just pay him money to stay instead of going to French rugby? (laughs) Please. I don't care that it's unfair... Just pay him extra money to stay.
0: Yeah, and uh, well, before we move on to uh, the usual gear with we'll Drop it Luggers like Hunt, one more shout-out to Kevy Walters for providing these gems. <laughs> We've got another one. They've got two Rad Radraja drops per week now. One
1: wasn't enough. <laughs>
0: he put it on a plate there the big
2: semi Redrata and Redrata he was never going to mess that up was he and Redrata again look he he doesn't miss those where did he find he a J again miss those Redrata 15 metre pass to Redrata Red <laughs> Red he's gone for a walk in the well, forest and found a J Red
4: Rata. when you got Redrata coming through at speed like that that is hard to defend. What about that catch from Radrada there on that occasion? He flew high. You've got,
1: got a mind. Got like a computer. <laughs> um, uh, that, one's, that one's computer. interesting because yeah. like where the Kiwi commentators say it wrongly. Rand, randra. No, where they say it wrongly in a different way. Ruh, rah, rah. He's yeah. gone the same wrong pronunciation every single time. Yeah. So it's like, I like to think that just no one's corrected him. Yeah. He's got more J's
2: than a weed dealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, how does he coach Origin? <laughs> Poor Kevy.
4: <laughs> oh, Ben Hunt sunken with disappointment. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs>
3: want this one?
1: Uh, I don't want it, but like two games in, they both involve Penrith. This one, the other team in that game though, uh, our main man, uh, Luke Brooks, uh, as I said, could be the worst game I've ever seen a halfback had. He broke fantasy score. I know you said, he's not on our fantasy teams. Let's not talk about this in general. He scored negative nine, which... To score negative at all... In any is, fantasy format. <laughs> ...is, like, really hard to do. Like, yeah. short of, like, getting sent off... Like, Adrian Morley would have got negative when he sent, got sent off in the first 30 yeah. seconds. He
0: probably got negative nine, actually. One tackle minus 10 points for yep, <laughs> exactly. So, that <laughs> sort of gives off. you an
1: idea of, like, it's almost impossible for a guy, short of getting sent off, to score negatives. Um, yeah. That many errors, that many missed
0: tackles. Blake
2: Green got sin-binned and still had positives. Correct.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not great game from old Luke Brooks. And, uh... He'll bounce back. He's gonna be he's gonna be one of those guys that that's gonna hang around forever people are gonna give up on him, and then he's like twenty eight, he's gonna put a season together. Kane LG to the- missed
2: eight tackles yeah. and still made Luke Brooks look bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Poor Kane. Uh poor Luke. Yeah, anyway, news, uh, Oh, yep, yeah, sure. All right, we'll do that next. I forgot there's no news drop. <laughs> Nothing. i drops now. I've got a news drop for you. Don't press... Oh, no, it's semi oh, okay. That's fine. I it was way. that or forgot S- S- how to lose.
4: I don't actually which one was worse. I don't mind hearing Gus we the chip and chase. The pass hits in the chest. Oh, this will be interesting. yes, it will, yes. semi Rundrundra. Oh, he's absolutely buried. All
2: right. Come I on. used to have an inside joke with my friends about that commentator. Do right. he- James Maloney played there? And I was right, waiting Mitchell, for you to be called Mi- Mi- James Malahone.
1: <laughs> Mitchell, here's the deal: you put the ABC News music underneath that, and it can be the official <laughs> news drop <laughs> every week. Played every week, then. If you put
3: the, Randra, yeah. If you <laughs> do that, and you
1: can. I will, I will allow it. All right, news. Uh, Tim Simona, life ban confirmed. Well, not life an indefinite ban. Um, I don't think any of us really have a problem with this. Ben. I have a problem with this. Just Go give on. him the life ban.
2: Oh,
3: right. I th- okay, yeah. sure.
2: I, I think we're skirting around something. Just do it. You yeah. said you were going to do it. A year ago when you said if anyone match
0: fixes, they're going to be gone for life. He match fixed. Ban for life. Yeah. I don't want to pump out hot takes for this. There are a million of them on the internet. Sure. But can't, or anything I'm tired of is false equivalences to any other off-field incident. Yeah, look,
1: albeit, like, every, obviously on a moral level, like assaulting your partner is worse than betting on football games.
2: But in like
0: in terms of... Which he
2: also allegedly did. Oh, yeah. okay. But, for,
0: for the importance of... of it's, it's, it's unfortunately a bit of a hard, a hard truth. But the integrity of the game... Impacts the game more than off-field issues, though. know that's a hard pill to swallow. And it, but look, it does matter more. It
1: sucks. And it, it, as as Mitch, the way Mitch put this on Twitter, I agree. It, is that a lot of people aren't going to stop watching the game if a guy who is found guilty of assault is still playing, but they will stop watching the game if a guy who's found guilty of if it's not a fair games. contest, is it? yeah.
0: Like what, what's happened? Like it's a, this is a really, really long bow. But we'll compare boxing to MMA now. Boxing's got that stink around it. People don't care. Match fixing is a huge issue.
2: One of my go-tos when I talk about sport is we watch it to watch the best people compete against yeah. the best people. And when we know that they're not the best, we don't want to watch. People and, can, and fixing yeah, makes People can forget that yeah.
1: someone's a terrible human being when they're watching a game, but they can't forget if someone is actively throwing a game. And that sucks on a moral level, but it's, it's, a, it's an
2: unfortunate
0: so it's fact. It's a hard pill to swallow. It is. Yeah.
1: Um, do we want to talk about the Bears' potential?
0: No, really. We did last year.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally a year ago I was on this show <laughs> and the story broke that day. And here I am again. Yeah. Bring
1: okay. back the Bears. All right. Uh, so a sh- uh it's just a lot There of is actually
2: a question from Paul max 78 We'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get about
1: to it. Do, do you want to wait, champ? <laughs> <laughs> what do you, think, what hey, do you think you're doing right hey, now?
2: I'm a professional producer. I'm segueing. Uh, it's really the, you literally television. the only
1: thing I'm good at on this show is Segways, so you just watch yourself. Are you sure?
2: You've I've conference. been listening to this show and making TV for 10 years I don't know oh, look
1: at me I'm a big TV star all right, I didn't say star I <laughs> said I was a big producer I'm
2: a big shot producer which means I should have a ponytail and a you convertible you actually that's, that's a concern I do, do drive that. a drift car you do have a nice car though.
1: that's yeah. fair <laughs> alright uh, lots of injuries this week Matt Scott ACL season Antonio Winnerstein broken arm Lachlan Coote torn calf has rattled off all the Cowboys ones at once Obviously. with
2: Tarmolo also suspended for two weeks yep, We
1: uh, bro- broken bare main man Trent Slatter mm-hmm. as, as we were but coming
2: no,
0: we couldn't a... play the Cowboys this week. <laughs> no,
2: no, oh, I'm, I'm glad that we're playing the Cowboys this week. Except we still don't have half our team. Oh, so it's <laughs> yeah. going to be
1: like a reserve grade forward pack against the
2: a reserve, reserve grade forward, forward
1: pack. pack.
0: But with Thurston behind one of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> really good. But hey,
2: Thurston's understudy
1: is on the other team. And Kalen Ponga and Dave Byung at fullback. Yeah, Back. exciting he's
0: understudy. How, how many unders?
1: <laughs> 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 Actually, take the unders on that guy. He, he's, one, he's one ladder. He's one ladder rung above Chris Sandau at this point in terms of Thurston <laughs> understudy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Will Hopaite fractured eye socket and uh, Kerrod Sexy Eyes Holland AC joint tear. So they're
0: both going to be out for a little while. Is that
2: three? fractured eye sockets in two like th- that's a really rare injury and there's three of them in bring two, back two the beer. bring yeah. back the bring back the even
0: if it takes a headbutt from Zane Tedovato bring yep. back the
1: beef and a couple of nights ones Chanel Matadia pulled hamstring and a weird one Jack Cogger's getting a pelvis realignment for treatment for a sports hernia and he's going to be out for exactly 14 weeks
2: Guy fucks.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice
1: oh okay that, that's, that's good
0: <laughs> it's the high quality content A TV producer yeah. of 10 years <laughs> Yeah, fantastic bring to a platform uh,
1: Some uh, re-signing news Andrew McCulloch's in the end of 2021 With the Broncos Mitchell
0: This is a classic take or leave it sign I'm happy you stay But like Yesterday was rumours He's like Oh, I'm going to test my market value And today he re-signed Ah, like, uh, he's on track
1: to break The first great if, games record if he, t-
0: if he went and tested his market value I don't think I would have lost any sleep But yeah, I'm happy you staying Sure uh, Jack DeBellin Your boy Re-signs yeah. with the Dragons Until the end of 2020 a like, uh, good get I'm surprised there was no more in- like There wasn't much talk Of other interest in him I'm shocked other teams Didn't come after him yeah. He's one of the best defenders In the comp Yeah he is And, uh, and he, I think he's got more Ball playing ability Than he's allowed to show At the Dragons still, Mate d- d- there, but...
2: Good defensive
1: players Don't get hype We know this unfortunately Yeah
0: uh, But yeah Good re-signing for the Dragons yep. Key part of their what they're trying to do
1: uh, Kenny Bromwich re-signed To end of 2020 With the Storm Sure
2: <laughs>
1: And that, that... Joe
2: Stimson Signed as well
1: okay. Yeah he did You've made a player up Yeah And uh, Jordan Rapana re-signs with the Raiders till the end of twenty nineteen. Oh, everyone loves him.
0: You can't, you can't hate Rapana. No, there's 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 a turn. I've noticed a bit of a turn. No, there's, there's, it's coming. I cannot turn. The Leipana turn is happening. I think people will
2: turn on Leilua before Rapana.
0: So do I. I, I. There's something
2: about him that's smug and less likable. Yeah, Rapana, you know, famous. is just having a good time.
0: They're both a bit of a Justin Hodges light to me, so that's mm. why I like it. Like rapano has got a bit of that attitude to him. I like that stuff. So I'm bit mongrelly, yeah, a bit mongrelly, ready for a biff at any moment. <laughs> that's yeah. like those Only swing. Jake Marmo had more biff in him. I loved how keen on they were on to knock Jonathan Thurston's head in. Those two wanted to fight Thurston so much round one.
2: Can you imagine how many bar fights Jake Marmo has been in in the UK? He oh, must wow. not even own a shirt. The amount of shirts he's ripped <laughs> off. <laughs> He's just at Knuckles Pub every night ripping shirts off.
0: God, what a pest he would be! <laughs> the worst. Are you
4: serious? Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have a million questions.
0: Have the mi- uh, question time. I didn't have the mic to my mouth or on when we started. Then it's a real pro. Okay, here we go. Uh, first question comes from at one-eyed tiger underscore. Is it time for West Tigers fans to crack <laughs> each other's heads open and feast on the goo inside?
1: Yes, I would, Kent.
0: Okay, next one. From RWA Podcast. Why is Nate Miles still a thing?
3: Ooh.
2: Because he gets paid so much, it's embarrassing to not play him in first grade. Uh, that's
1: the, it. The, the, the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, and all, but also
0: mm. the fact... That it's, the embarrassing it's that, GM the, the second thing as well is that you can't actually... like. When you've got a guy like that, you can't soak second tier cap up. When you've got a guy like that, if you get me, like you've got to play him.
2: He's literally on half a million dollars a year.
0: Yeah. So when guys get injured, those guys have to play because you can't use all your second tier They've cap had up to otherwise. build
2: a role for him, which he did in round one, which was play 20 minutes, come on, do your shit, and go home. He, but made, one, then,
0: he, he made one really good tackle in
2: this game. He can mm-hmm. still defend. One. He smashed Musgrove.
0: He just can't mm. touch, don't ever let him touch the ball ever. He can still defend all right.
2: Can you just teach him to pass the way James Graham does? <laughs> then he'd be okay. <laughs>
0: Okay, at uh, Will, Sinclair underscore Will, why are the West Tigers such a complete shambles?
2: Geez, these fans
1: are reactionary. They won, they won by nearly as many as they lost by this week. I mean, they're still one and one, like a bunch of other teams. Yeah. I mean, it's not panic stations yet. As I said, they had more than enough chances to win this game. They just dropped the ball ten thousand times. It's
0: they've had years of this shit, they just true. I guess it'll drive me insane too if you oh, saw a pen like that. It's so
2: inconsistent. That's what kills you. That yeah. one week you're hot, and next week you're not, and then there's three weeks of average, and then you. are and then someone has a big game and...
0: Ugh. Yeah. Okay, next one from Paul Max 78 How could any fan of North Sydney Bears now follow Manly? This
2: was the question I was referring to earlier. Do you want the real story? Yes. Uh, I grew up a Bears fan because my grandfather and my father played for them. And then they disappeared and I hated rugby league for about five years. But I used to go to... It was around the time I was, you know, getting into drinking alcohol that I'd go to the games with my friends. We'd go out afterwards. And then... I'd say about four years after going to every home game, I started to care about the team, and I don't know how it happened, but I did. And then I was a man. That's a fan. pretty reasonable
0: explanation. Now you stink.
1: <laughs> you go. You go for like six teams, mate. Can't I go, I, I, you man, and Mary? I go yeah. for.
2: One Why don't you two team? shack up? Had, and you'll um, you'll he, follow he, every team. I know, right?
1: I, he 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 mysteriously disappeared uh, midway through 2015, but he had a Cowboys uh, rubber wristband on. Did his I? Arm. Every time I saw him for like the first two years, I knew him.
0: No one. No one's ever mentioned that before. That's that's a, that's fake news. Oh, is it? Oh, we're news. doing that thing now where things we don't like are fake news. Yes.
1: Okay. Good.
3: Fake
0: news. <laughs> the Broncos are great. Uh, They've the, always been great. The Broncos. <laughs> the
1: the, the scoreline on Friday night was fake news. The Broncos actually won.
2: That <laughs> was not a forward pass. Tony Ocho, no, 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 no. don't come out and say it was a forward pass. It was a fantastic is, pass. Mate,
0: I'm winning at life. <laughs> 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 the Broncos are winning at life. Alternative <laughs> okay. scorelines. Yeah. Uh, next one. <laughs> at Frankie underscore nine eighty seven, who is Molbet's account, and why is it Mitch? Is it because he operates? <laughs> because he can work in Excel yeah, spreadsheet? Because he can operate Excel, and our community is stupid. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's not me, but I've been, I had it thrown at me like thirty times because oh, it used a spreadsheet. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: like, I mean, I knew it wasn't you. People like if it was me, it'd be from my normal account. I was going like, to say like you're not going to hide that. Also, like yeah, I don't know. I also can't be bothered. No. I'd, like, if I'm going to make a parody account, it's going to be Gus before I do anyone else. So that, I don't have any parodies. Mm, I think, that corner's already been done, no, mate. No, no, but uh, that's, that's a bitter idea. I tried
2: a parody account. Didn't take off. It's what t- was it? Too I was Ben Madeline. What? I, don't, I, don't I don't know. That's, it is... Ben Madalino just spelled like. Oh, I remember. Because I, I typoed it on a rundown at work, and uh, a couple of guys were giving me stick about doing it. So I just started the account to make them laugh and then kept doing it. And I, I actually s- got followed by the real Ben Madalino. That's outstanding. <laughs> I would
1: say that's the most obscure fake player account, but someone's made a fake Lewis Brown account. Yeah. Oh, no. Thanks, Andy Siegs. Yeah, I mean, not, 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 don't have to be fucking Sherlock Holmes to work <laughs> yeah. out who that one is.
0: <laughs> at Max 78 again, would the uh, Dalian's be better if Judge just gave out six points, not 3 2 1, i.e., Yes. Uh, four points Wait. on low, two points JT. No, no, no. no, no.
1: Here's how you got to do it. You just got to copy what America does. Not with like healthcare or guns or like most other things, <laughs> but with... America's great.
2: On... You know it's great. Yeah, yeah. But with We're de- being great over here.
1: <laughs> but with deciding... Uh, the get best... out of
3: my press conference. This is great.
1: But in terms of deciding the best player in a sporting competition, the NFL... Oh, sorry, not the NFL. The NFL one's not good. The baseball and NBA ones are fantastic. At the end of the year, you have like 50 voting members. Uh, they do a 10. They give... They rank the top 10. That's
2: it. My only issue with that is that it uh, gets affected by recency bias. The idea on that tweet's bad because it's the same problem, just spread out to six three points. Well, in that case, points. do it
1: three times. Do it after round eight, do it after round 16, do it after round 20. I've always yeah, thought you've got to...
2: Whoever your judges are, um, have to rate every player on the field. Yeah. Not just pick three guys, give me every player from one to five.
1: And we saw this, this is the problem, like you've just said that Cody Walker was probably the best player yeah. you saw in any game this weekend and he didn't get any Dalian points.
0: I know.
2: See, if you've got to after every game rate every player out of five he's going to get that five.
0: Well, my issue with this whole system is the fact that it's one judge does that one game and that point those points are now concrete and that's and it. That's th- it. Th- if
2: most people don't know it's normally a commentator too because it has to be someone who's at the game. Yeah, so
1: it's Andrew easy Ryan to get, like, was commentating the game and then he did the Dalian points it's at the game yeah,
0: has to be former this year's new voting system has to be a former player it's not a journalist anymore To I'll own it but uh yeah it just we we're going to win the system 20 times this year but Ooh, and they do
2: own the immor- it. Believe the me, I will too now keep yeah.
1: whinging about it don't people don't even try to tell me that the current system is good because it's not
2: yeah now that they've bought it off the telegraph and own it themselves you can change the system
0: yeah uh, at simon's 393 No, that's not that's not a good <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on simon move it on move be it on. better that was just, uh, at Pat lawrence 26 with the new crop of ex players grabbing the mic this season who is the best and worst caller
2: Caller or analyst?
0: I'm going to go through a caller first one. It's, none of them are callers though, right? Yeah,
2: that's a tricky one because none of them are really the, callers. No, uh, the only ex-player who's a caller is probably Sugarcane. And yeah. he's been calling for a couple of years, so he's not a new caller. Yeah. The only new caller is Brenton Speed. Say,
1: he's been fantastic. I've really enjoyed Brenton Speed's so NRL commentary. On,
0: um, A-League, it's weird. Don't
1: be mean to him. He's but, bad like, A-League. He's been great for the NRL, I uh, think. Okay. I'd
2: like to see him getting... It's, it's a bit... Middle. I want yeah. to see a bit more up and down from him in his tone, but I do like where he's going. Okay,
0: yeah. this one's an easy one. I know. Oh, hang on.
2: Best analyst. We missed well, that. We're, we're going there. We're oh, going
0: there. we are. Okay. Best co commentator. Oh, uh, Nathan Anas. Astor, right? Uh, well,
1: Astor's not new. Oh, he's not new. Yeah, well, he's easily. Those
0: are. But those... he did it last year. Yeah, but it's still newish. Okay,
1: but oh, then it's close between those two. They're both really good.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. those two are definitely my favourites. And then panel. Anyone working on the panel? So Cooper Cronk. Cooper Cronk's
2: been good. Cooper Kronk, far and away the best, and Michael Innes, close second, then Daylight, Anasta, then The Sea. And then all the rest. Yeah. And I'm going to give Yvonne Sampson a shout as the best host.
0: Yeah, I'm with that. Um, Okay, next tweet's just uh, Matt Coleman sending in, pointing something out to us that when Jack DeBellin, at the age of 25, re signed, he's been called Veteran Lock Jack DeBellin. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is going Young Matt Moylan. 26. Young done Matt Moylan and Bryce Cutrell, Main Penrith for another five years. At uh, the age of twenty-five, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> last year 20, he's older than he's older than Jack Debella. You can be a young veteran. You are be they're just funny veteran. I know, Jack I know. Oh, I
2: do have it in my calendar too. I think we're about seven weeks away from year seven of Gus's five-year plan starting. <laughs> I have the exact date in my calendar it's to remind calendar? me. Hey, That's no, funny. it's year seven
1: of twenty-eight,
0: so a quarter of the way there. It'll get there. Don't worry. Yeah. So at V8 Tiger asked, he bet he's made a case that Milford would be in Thursday the eleventh of May. Everyone, fantastic. <laughs> so he uh, V8 Tiger bet he's made a case that Milford would be in Queensland seventeen. Is he a shot? Mm-hmm. Who has
2: not Milford? until someone retires? I
1: don't see Milford being in there unless wait oh 17? No, seventeen. No, it could be the he could be on the bench. They're not like uh, but
2: not uh, why would they drop Morgan? No, because Morgan no Morgan's good. the best fourteen in yeah. the world.
1: Um, I think Damien Cook would have something to say about that. And so would Sam Cassiano. But that's that's all right. Because Cassiano he, could play fullback He could yeah. You tell him he can't
0: He's just oh. as fat I don't as know legs. I like my legs anyway, uh, yeah. yeah look I think you're a, you're a shot But yeah. I don't think it's going to happen If
1: I were a betting man I'd take the other side of that yeah. But I don't think you've like, I don't, I'm don't. i not immediately going You've done your money He can't Oust the farewell tour Of Cronk and Thurston But if someone gets yeah. hurt and he's And Michael Morgan's, Morgan's better
0: Morgan beat the, He beat into the job If one of those ago. guys gets hurt He's next man up I would imagine yeah. Um, and then from here, what you should do, mate, is go betting Corbin Sims. If he takes that, you're in. Because I think Sims is a definite shot with all the middle fours missing. And because he's a Bronco. Okay, next question. RWO podcast. Is DC the biggest pretender in the halves since the Cartwright experiment with 2016? <laughs> we kind of addressed this earlier. I don't want to do this. No,
2: we're going to no, move on. I think he's got talent. I think he. W- there's a lot of hate for him because of the backflip and that he got the big deal when he probably isn't worth quite that much. But... You're worth what the market's going to pay you. Yeah, that's exactly. what the market paid him.
1: He's still a top-line playmaker for me. He's just playing behind a really weak forward pack at the moment.
2: Weak forward pack, and he's not getting the options on the field. He's still what... If, uh, he's definitely top 10
0: half. At got Ozil, I've never rated Dave Taylor. Why am I so damn excited to watch him play for the Raiders? Uh, because he's an excitement machine.
2: Because he might chip and chase.
0: Yeah, and because it's the perfect role for him is to play fifteen minutes on the bench and see. I can't tell you
1: how excited I
2: am to have Dave Taylor
1: back in my life, and not go for the team that Dave Taylor is playing <laughs> for. I had Dave a Dave strange
2: Dave. mental image of Dave Taylor at Questacon, and he just had the best day of his life. He, he would too. <laughs> like people
1: forget that just at one touching p- that ball, <laughs> touching the, yeah, yeah, with his hair spiking up. People yeah. forget. People forget <laughs> that at one point, Dave Taylor and Chris Sandow played on the same rugby league team.
0: So we don't forget. We do. At iMort7, what will happen first? Bulldogs winning a game or Chapo to lose his virginity? <laughs> okay. We're next. Uh, his next question is: now that Inglis is out, who is your bolter to take his place in Origin and why is it Ricky Latelli? <laughs> uh,
2: I think the. No, It's easy. It's the same as. Like, it's Linnet. Do no, Queensland, no, not Linnett. No, sorry. Um, O'Neill starts. O'Neill's the, the like, one I was thinking and of. And
0: Chambers just comes back in, right? And Chambers comes Queensland back in, which thankfully gets Gag out. Queensland don't do bolters. Like, I don't <laughs> know how, they're how they're Gagai Eye's a chance. He doesn't. He's, he's now a blue eligible. They're making oh, yeah. they forced he, that. He's he mentioned the other day his goal this year is to play city country. Uh, oh, his so, goal. Yeah, his next to one, play the last city country. Yeah, his next one is is Ross Dog the most entertaining winger in the game. I disagree. I, I Sammy. Lo- love Red, Nathan Red, Red Ross,
1: Red. but there's lots of entertaining wingers. Yeah.
0: He's a good package in terms of personality Oh, yeah, great guy. And everything. But, uh yeah, semi and it's not that close. Vinavalu,
2: Radradra. Man- Mansour when he fits right Mansoor's up there.
0: the best, yes. Yeah, so no, I don't know if he's my... But when I look at it, entertaining, Mansour is um, my favourite winger because you, he does all the hard stuff. Your boy Fuss as well loves an acrobatic oh, finish. Fuss. Yeah, but he's not a of winger now, is he? Rapana,
2: Lola here when he's on. Yeah. yeah. You get the acrobatic yeah.
0: finish and the pose. Oh, yeah, I love, love the pose. pose. Okay, next one. Bryson Goodwin. Oh, no.
2: No, not at all. <laughs>
0: does Hazler get sacked or does he leave on his own terms
1: um it could be neither i mean i he might just stay like i don't think it's really his fault that they're losing these games like he's they're not getting blown out and they've played two pretty good teams in the first two weeks i think it Again, the, the roster construction to me is the problem more than anything else. He's trying to make it work. He's doing everything he can. I don't think it's his fault at all.
2: The only reason Mary McGregor, McGregor is still at the Dragons is because Dez didn't take up the deal that was offered to him there. So he's almost left on his own once. He'll probably leave on his own.
0: the, the end of this year, probably be a breakup, pretty much. Yep.
2: Back to Manly, maybe. Oh, I can't see it with Fulton there because Hasler likes control and so does Fulton. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Fulton might not be there. If Fulton's not there, bring Dez back.
0: <laughs> okay. Next question from TYHR Blue. Which other return are you more excited about? Billy Slater or mm-hmm. Jeff Robson? Tough one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next one. From Frankie Under... 90, no, under Good reading, Frankie under got 987. You nearly got through all the questions. You
2: week. read yeah. as well as Bill Burr.
0: I do. I, I oh. think that every time I screw up reading, I read like Bill Burr does. Are there more injuries this season or is it just me? Also, is it the nine's fault? It's definitely the nine's fault. And there's the same amount of injuries as always. No, every, every year, people, are like, it's, it's, just, it's just more injuries this year.
2: Yeah, it's different styles of injury every yeah. year. So there was the pec tear year. This is the, this is the broken eye last, socket last last year. Last year was the syndesmosis yeah, Syndesmosis yeah. year. It's it's this year the is company. the broken eye
0: yeah, socket year. It is. Year. It's Jared Haynes Jared <laughs> Haynes <laughs> making it cool again. <laughs> uh, so Frankie underscore 987 follows up. Question for Action Ben Wallace. Mm. From your Freddie tweet the other day, any other gold from the nut job? So what's his tweet?
2: Okay, so I tweeted. I do a show with Freddie on Monday mornings called Money, uh, Freddie's Monday Rap, where he just watches every try from the round and then talks about it. He, uh, just before we were about to film, he said, I just need to check my notebook, and opened up to a picture of a drawn alien. <laughs> a kid's drawing of an alien. We lost our minds. I quickly took a photo of it. Did he draw it? Well, <laughs> drew it? Well, it took a while to work out. He claims his son drew it. I don't believe him. I think he drew it. But even it's if gross. his son did draw it, I don't... Like, why? And. Then <laughs> I've just shown them the photo. It's literally a green alien like every cliche alien ever. I I love Freddie's
0: Freddy's face in the background. I love Brad Pittlock. Yeah.
2: Um, So, yeah, we actually put it in the show too. So, if you go and watch it at the start of it, I made him hold it up to start the show to show what his book is. I'm going to watch it after (laughs) we finish. Very good.
0: That's good. That's good gear. (laughs) Uh,
2: Any other stories? Every day working with Freddy is a story. He lives on his own world. I like to call it Freddy World because it's the easiest thing to call it. It's always 23 and sunny in Freddy World.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Good. Imagine he'd be the perfect guy to go on a holiday with, kind of thing. Yeah.
2: If you could, I would like to go on holidays inside his brain. <laughs> just just live there for a week or so. Take just, your
0: colouring pencils take...
3: <laughs> and a book.
0: He, um,
2: he told a good story not long ago, because he bought a farm out in Terry Hills. That um he I came and said, how's, uh, how's Freddie farm? And he goes, well, two eight-year-old boys today learned that it's not a good idea to moon a small goat. They're very sore bums.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: And Jake White, 16... In light of Slater's return, which player's return have you most looked forward to at your respective clubs in the past? I've got mine, if no one's got this. Uh, Sam Burgess. Yeah.
2: The return of Brett Stewart after the blowout now, he's... And I'm actually super stoked for Slater. He's my favourite player to watch play football
0: ever. Yeah. As I tweeted the other day, poor Broncos. They're going to get kicked in the head. It's been two years. <laughs> Billy's thirsty. He's been sharpening his boots. It's like one of those montages, you know, someone's getting out of prison. He's out there just sharpening his boots on the streets, <laughs> <laughs> just making shanks out of his studs, yeah, ready to kick people in the head. But anyway, um, my return I liked was Petro Seven to Seaver. That's what Ooh. I was looking forward to the most. Okay, next one from. Okay, that's not really a question. Mick the Perm. Given Western Force problems out in Western Australia, why are the NRL holding steady with expansion when the opportunity is great? Now? Point.
1: If the Force are the ones that get pulled, the NRL have to strike. I think immediately. I just there's no reason not to, right?
2: Yeah. I'm all for expansion until you stop and think... Like, I've been a big proponent of it for a long time, but just thinking about the talent level that's in the NRL, I'm not sure there's enough room for another team. Really? I disagree. Just, what but the, the idea of getting over there, though, is that you would have a new talent pool. So it's a long-term thing. I think the smarter move would probably be to relocate, but that's much harder. Mm-hmm. And bringing in one extra team messes the draw around. I want it to happen. I just logistically I'm starting to think about it. I'm not sure there's enough good talent there
1: Oh, uh, I don't know mate I think, there's, I think there is I, I think you could make a pretty handy team out of guys who aren't in first grade right now and even ignoring that like they would still be able to sign first graders from other clubs as well yeah
2: like, they I, could I, it just dilutes the whole product and the, <sighs> the big one is halves tell, tell me where had, you find two more good halves let's
0: make the North Sydney Gold Perth Coast uh, okay. bear forces Titan, no Titan Crusher Seagull Titans Bear Forces Bears <laughs> yeah, get him in, in four games hey, in yeah, each city yeah.
2: West Coast Bears yeah. get in there, <laughs> get in no, there. The, the one I'm actually behind West Coast Pirates put them in Yeah, get in there. they've been building for years they run a juniors program they play in SG Ball I think they deserve it mm. give the West Coast Pirates
0: the team at Jake underscore hate underscore 87 Archers put pref- pressure on his refs once again by deeming Boyd Cordner Obstruct degree Greg Eastwood every year we come full circle in the cases of Robert Finch, Bill Harrigan, and now Tony Archer, we see how bad the pressure got last year. With rest constantly looking over their sha- shoulder and seeing shadows, changes brewing once again. And when it comes, is there anything you can think of that could put a stop to this frustrating process? It's
1: annoying because, as as you, as we said earlier, like no one saw that and immediately jumped out of their no bulldogs fan jumped out of their chair and was like, "That's an obstruction. That shouldn't be a try." No one did, but of course, they were all up in arms about it yesterday morning when that video came out. I'm all for accountability and stuff, but I, I get what he's saying because there's, there's really no
2: reason that they have to come out and even address it. The problem is, Archer likes going to the bunker because the bunker, he believes, reduces errors, which means there's less chance of him and his refs being in the papers. He didn't go to the bunker. He thinks it was wrong. He's trying to influence them to go to the bunker more.
0: Generally, that's what this thing sounds like, but generally with Tony Archer, he hasn't actually gone out publicly and done this kind of stuff. No. No. He hasn't thrown him under the bus. So that's why I thought it was a bit strange. But I, I don't know. We'll see We'll see what happens out of it. I'm and not he that also worried. admitted that the tweet. Broncos
2: yeah. was a forward pass too.
0: Oh, yeah, but that was... It, it was a blatant was. forward pass. <laughs> yeah.
2: But no one's talking about that one. This yeah. one's just the salacious one that's exciting. That's what I'm yeah. getting at.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, next one. Seagull Spur. Who had the better forwards game? Tal Malolo against the Raiders this season or Napa against Souths last season? I think they're both sides of the coin, right? One was the a, a brilliant... Attacking performance. The other was more defensive based. Napa was putting hits on for fun in that game.
1: Napa was really good in that game, and he and he belted some people. But Tamalolo had the most meters any forwards ever had in a game, right? Yeah, I mean that's and and not against a bunch of mugs. Oh, and
0: by the way, people did did have a go at saying Steve Price's three hundred and twenty whatever was a record. They actually went and rechecked all those and re re uh, measured them, and Steve Price was two eighty five eighty seven. So. The record is now Tamalolos.
2: Lolo impresses me more because he does it consistently. Napa did it yeah. as a one-off event, and yeah. while it was fun for one-off, to know that Lolo is going to do similar numbers all the time makes it more impressive. Yeah, it's yeah. I,
0: I like know. Napa's as well, though, because he did it against a rival, and, and he
1: any monstered you know Burgess, which isn't easy to do. Yeah,
0: and, and it was in a team like that, that Roosters team, and was also I think it was their game. first win of the season that game, yeah. right? Yeah, so. Uh, Siegel Spur again it's on f- Manly it's on Manly for signing him three years but has a non-injured player ever played more passes they used by date than Nate Miles um. I think that answers the question right Like, yeah there's like what most day pass the year Snowden Snowden well uh, yeah he, that was only a couple of games even though yeah. as well like, Manu Vatavai's heading there good point yeah But it's not often that you get signed to a three-year deal when you already were on the downward spiral. And it's your biggest deal. Yeah. (laughs) But that's what happened. Hilarious. Okay, this is a good one from Campo, as always. Future future roommate... Of By the, the way, uh, Ma- M. Bungard
1: <laughs> playing matchmaker just suggested, hey, why don't you guys move in together, Mitch? You've got a spare room opening this up. Is and, and then alternative a w- facts the a week, and out the And then a week later, Campo's
2: moving in. Do you Footy guys house. think you'll start making out in the first 30 seconds or the second 30 seconds?
0: I feel like the first Broncos game. <laughs> 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 I'll be a little, little excited and... Uh, <laughs> Half time comes around You never know what happens It's been a while for They, just need, they yeah. just need Harry Ramage to take the third room And that's just Footy <laughs> I'd
1: pay money to Watch footy games in that house There's a reality TV show in that Dude I would watch yeah. that show So much
0: and, uh, So Campo's question Name some players You were convinced Were going to be sick But ended up being terrible Where do I start Don't be well, you, oh, I don't know You haven't got any
1: No I, I assumed you were going to Like just start Michael Leisha
0: Michael Leesha uh, Yep uh, Leon Bott Leon Bott's a great answer. Uh, Steve Michaels. Mm. Oh, Steve I Michaels. I was huge on St- oh, yeah, really? Steve Michaels. Okay. In his debut game, he made like an 80-meter dummy half run against the Sharks and then broke his leg and that was it.
2: I was the biggest Jordan Rankin fan in the world.
0: Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Joe,
1: Spicy. He was good for a couple of years, but Joey Williams... South, is my boy. I, th-
0: I feel like he was one of those guys that he was the first sign of hope that you just had to attach it to. Yep, probably. But, but He wasn't bad.
1: No, but he, I thought he was going to
2: be a superstar when I first yep. saw him play. Drury Relo didn't even make it into first grade. He was the fastest guy in the history of the NRL and didn't even play first
0: grade. Uh, Michael Cheekham. Yeah. Well, he's playing first grade he's now, but he's still been, not... Great. What was it, 2000... He's been through four clubs or something 2009 already. or 2010, he was killing mm. uh, 20s and reserve grades. Oh, nothing. T- t-
1: sorry, we're forgetting the most obvious answer. Tim yeah. Smith. Tim
0: Smith. No, again, Greatest
1: rookie season ever. And then, ever. Not close. And then...
2: Love drugs.
0: Yeah, I do feel like that he was so good that one year that I'm not going to say he was terrible because he had like he's got the most try ever in a season. You know, so <laughs> it was ridiculous. So yeah, I'm not going to rip into it. There's so
2: many halves like because uh, halves come with so much hype. There
0: is there is there is uh it it's not that same way. But when Corey Norman debuted for the Broncos and then he he had one of the best debuts of all time and then he sucked for us. He also got shuffled around a lot, but he's, he's not also anymore. been awesome for Prado. Oh, he has been. Josh Dugan. Not, uh, not, not terrible, but I'm on the same thing, though. I love Dukes.
2: Oh, that first year when I thought, imagine what this guy's going to develop into, and then he didn't ever develop into anything.
0: Predecessor, young William Zillman. Oh, Will Zillman. I was big Zilman. on young William Zillman. Remember
2: when everyone said he was going to be the Australian fullback? Yeah, he was going to oust Zilman. Billy Slater.
0: Yeah. Oh, stop it. And then there's other guys that just turned out, This never kicked on. Like Josh Hannay. Josh Hannay he, mm. he was good. Yeah, but
1: like he, I thought he was going to be a star for a long time, and he sort of just went to the Sharks, and then he... Was like, it out of like first grade? Like those
0: players who, like, when they're, like, tw- 18 was, like, the best they ever were. You know... Uh, Jared Mullen. Jared Mullen is, is a good one. F- Fizzes. I'll call him a Fizzer. Fizzer. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Winnerstein was really good in his debut. And he stayed the same. Yeah. Uh, your mate, Alex Johnston. Don't, don't do that. What? He's, he's, in, he's, a, he's on that same path. He played really well on Saturday. He played okay. And I didn't even mention him. He just ran straight. He played well. He still only made 120 metres of 18 runs against that manly was side. was heavily involved.
2: <laughs> Scored two tries. Oh, I thought Teppai Moreau was going to destroy the comp. Oh, yeah. That's... He, that first six games, he was just dropping people everywhere. And then he just went, oh, I'm going to be Nathan Heimarsh tackle bag.
0: Yeah, weird. Um, Sean Lane. Remember yes. his first like, three games? Oh, yeah. My God. Oh,
2: good. He's on the manly bench this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of terrible. Speaking of terrible. Uh, um, Glenn Fisiahi. In, in and the Lamarpi? How about 60% oh, Mo, Mo, Motu, Tony. Motu, Tony. No I didn't never rate um, oh, Come 60%. on as if,
1: when he, as if when he first signed for Brisbane From the Warriors You weren't excited
0: yeah, He played what Half a game Yeah I know But England, he but yeah. came with
2: such big raps yeah, 60% right. of every Warriors Under 20s team ever Yeah
0: Yeah you're right Every Like every Warriors under 20s. They just win the comp every year um, And then fall apart Who was that fullback Is it not Is it Fissier You know the Sly 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 Ankle. Ankle.
2: Sly- yeah. Omar Sly Still floating around And I have a feeling Get this He's at Manly.
0: <laughs> Is he? Yeah, I think he's playing.
2: <laughs> he did have a contract pre-season at least. Well,
0: there you go. That's brilliant. Well, that, we got heaps there. Oh, here we go. Cambo threw at us, Wooly Zilly, and Felitti Viteo. Oh, he loves Felitti. He does.
2: Felitti had some good years though when he was at the oh, Eagles. Oh, and
0: actually,
1: obligatory. Let's throw Dave Taylor into this answer as well.
0: Yeah, not terrible, but not what he's no, supposed but to be. No, but people yeah.
1: were expecting him to yeah. change the yeah. game for oh, forwards.
0: I've got a good one. Brett Seymour. Brett I remember mean. Yep. like, "Yeah, we made the Buster right call. Seymour. I remember thinking, "We made the right call. Scott Prince can go and work on this. This Seymour talent. Seymour's the next big thing."
2: And didn't the Sharks shaft someone to keep Buster Seymour? Yeah, I think so. Oh,
0: Old Joel Moon, who was the <laughs> first thing, Karen Joel... Lockyer. Yep. Uh, oh god, there's so many. <laughs> anyway, next question. You were right with Omar Slamekle. He's the one. Is he the best one? He's the best
2: because <laughs> everyone thought he was going to be just the greatest In fullback the... ever, and he barely played. No, 10 games. I
1: reckon Leon Bott. That guy was amazing when he... Uh,
0: Omar Slavik also has a story as well. Like, he was so keen because he was, he was not Australian. Yeah, and he was
2: from the Middle East or Leon something Bob like that. Leon killed a
1: man in club rugby like the next year after we
0: finished playing in the NRL. There's YouTube of it. He and he's like, like 140 kilos for that yep. point. <laughs> Billy ninety nine. Has Broncos v. Cowboys overtaken other rivalries like South v. Sydney and Port v. Parramatta as the best in rugby league history? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Next.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's only two good rivalries in rugby league at the yep. moment. That one and the growing one between the Raiders and the Sharks.
1: Yep, oh, agree. that's not fair. I just... South Roosters is still very much
2: a rivalry. Oh, I don't, I don't that, think there's as much passion in that as no, they I advertise really it having. No, I really
1: disagree with that. Like, especially between 2012 and 2014 when they were both really good. There were some great games in that
2: time period.
0: God, this, this is a redundant question. Do you find not the NRL News funny from Billy Ace 99 No. No, um, that new show is disgusting. I haven't watched it.
2: Have Go not on. watched it. I used to work with James Rochford and he is brilliant, but I haven't watched that.
0: I am um, making sure now after that, I'm t- changing the channel and turning the TV off after the footy so it's not left on Fox Sports footy when that show's on. Uh, for That's those who don't know, though, he to.
2: did make Bo Ryan's career.
0: And then, oh, well. Is that, is that what you got up, up? Is that what he's got? That's his well, he was a... F- achievement? Oh,
2: come on. Bo Knows was funny for a long time. <laughs>
0: But he just started making racial dog jokes. He's like, oh, okay, this is mm. yeah. Then it fell off. Yeah, that and no one cared. When, they, still want, when your mate they, still, they still want to.
2: It, like, was, <laughs> it was actually yeah, after James left.
0: Okay, he wants us to. Next one from Billy wants us to rank the Cowboys Broncos games from worst to best from 2015. To the here. grand
1: final was the worst quality wise of the five, I
0: thought. Yeah. For me, um, obviously, my favourite one of those
1: is the Milford Field Sure. Game. I think the best one was the final game, the finals game last year.
0: Yeah, that's I matched. thought
1: that was the best game.
0: I'm not going to rank all five of them.
1: No, there. I think the finals game last year was the best one. The grand final was the lowest quality and the other
0: three are all pretty close.
2: I just want everyone to have a good time. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> that is the new theme this week, Rugby League 2, by the way. Yeah. Let's give everything points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Trent Slats. Oh, speaking of that, Mitch, just talk about why giving points to losing sides and golden point is dumb. Don't do it.
2: Was well, this the theory where it's like you get four point, you get two if you win... And one if you lose golden point. And no, it's, it's four
1: oh. if you win outright, three if you win in golden point, two for a draw, one for a golden point loss, zero for an outright loss.
0: So my, my, my biggest problem with this is, firstly, what, what problem is it solving? What is the problem we're trying to solve with that point system? What's wrong with what we have now? Well, that's the thing. Well, is it you know what?
2: People have forgotten that golden point was brought in to solve a problem, and that problem was that people hated draws. Yeah. We solved the problem, and now you're whinging about the solution.
0: And... I've looked at the ladder for the last year. I haven't done it for 5 years, so I'm not the guy pushing the agenda, but it didn't change a single thing. It no. didn't change a single ranking. It might have added some more points. It makes the ladder look stupid because people are scoring like 80 points and whatever, but it didn't change a single thing. And that's it. If, if you're going to come at me with this kind of stuff or people in general, do some research, put some theory behind it and show us the effects yeah, it has. Yeah. It's the has. same one where someone
2: looked up if you if everyone had draws instead of golden points what would it would be and there was like over the course of 3 years one ladder spot change yeah. between like a third and a fourth.
0: Yeah. If I could be bothered, I'd do it for five years, and I'd, you'd probably see, like you said, maybe one or two switches. But most of the times, good teams get in the finals where they deserve to be, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, and
1: who gives a shit if a team finishes eighth or ninth? Like, those teams aren't winning the comp anyway. Yeah. We've never had a team finish lower than fourth win the comp in the NRL era. The last team to do it at all in Rugby League was the Bulldogs in 1990, uh, 1995, They no, make the grand final. Were fifth, weren't they? No, they were fourth. Fourth, yeah. And then the Bulldogs did it, yeah. Okay. Oh, th- there's been a bunch that have made it yeah, from lows. Lost. Bulldogs made it from seventh. Warriors yeah. from sixth against Manly mm-hmm. in 2011.
2: Roosters from sixth in 2010. But even that's that and Parramatta from eighth in
1: 2009. So three years in a row, a, a shit team made the grand
0: final, but they lost like
2: every. But time. over the course of a decade, it was three times. So seven times. Yeah, three and three even games. then, like those teams lost every
0: time anyway. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, Mick the Perm. Just wondering which pocket James Desko would need to hold from Bill kick out left or right side. <laughs> be holding both. That pockets. is a very good reference. <laughs> <It is. laughs> Walk around the streets of Penrith now just holding his pocket. <laughs> Daddy, can I get an ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> Another one from make the firm.
2: All I can think of is the guy from Prison Break. That creepy... Yeah, I
0: think it was yep. Yeah, I'm not going to do these poor gallon ones. There's a couple about them. Okay, I'm not good. doing it. Move past it. Uh, yeah, Butsy, Triple Eight. Worst trade, Clint Newton trading out Jennifer Hawkins or Browns trading in Brock Oswald? <laughs> Oh. No, that's a great trade for the Browns. That, me, me no, I know, hate it. Me we, and Ben are anti. It. It. Why? I'm pro it. I'm anti Look, it. we're not an NFL podcast, but after
1: with the show, I want you to explain to me why because yeah. I, I don't understand it. But yeah, Clint really. Because I don't think it. a
0: second
2: round pick is worth $60 million.
0: We'll get to that. Clint Newton bottled it, though. It's, it's oh, no, no, case. no. no.
2: Worse trade than those two, you for a
0: Yes, disgusting trade. No,
2: I disagree.
1: Uh, trading away a Miss Universe is, is substantially worse. When than you're that. Clint Newton, yeah. Yeah, Clint Newton,
0: yeah. No, the
1: best part was he broke up with a concentrated footy and then he got a season-ending injury like three weeks later.
0: So, <sighs> okay. Gone. Here we go. BWFT. So it's the Brisbane West Tigers fan group. So no. this, you know this is going to be good. Uh, question for tonight. Last week's Tigers performance was typical of the last few years for the team. One week they looked great, the next an absolute shambles. If you were the CEO, how much of this year would you give Jason Taylor before moving on, providing results continue to be consistent, of course? I made my,
2: main, my mind up last year. That he's not there? He's not there. I'm chasing Des Hasler.
0: Yeah, I feel
2: like... You need someone to overdo the entire thing, and Des is a guy who's going to run it from top to bottom. I'll... He's going to control the salary cap, he's going to tell the admin what to do, he's going to run it, give him five years to do whatever he wants to do. They had the it.
1: whole Farrah thing last year, and I think they can use that as an excuse. And now, of course, the Simona thing as well. I think those are actual... Oh, we're not big on excuses, but like I think those are two legitimate excuses for but why they didn't... The Farrah one, cars I cars will actually... give them, because
2: he was there every week stirring sure. the pot behind the scenes. Exactly. Whereas, I, out, gone, I
1: too. want to see... What they do, I mean, this game. I mean, if they win the next three, then we can maybe not worry about this game so much. No, um, I, I mean, need to see a few more weeks. The point here is it.
0: kind of is though, like there's always seems to be an excuse for this club. I think mm-hmm. is coming from as well. The inconsistencies is an excuse. And I mean, ta- ta- Taylor's only been there for two years, right? Three, three years. This now. is his third year. Yeah, yeah. So that's not um, much time. For me, I'm worried that he could he could just be one of those guys who's a fantastic assistant coach running an attacking system because he can build an attacking side. We see some of the inventive plays he comes up with at the Tigers. But, yeah, I wouldn't be giving him the full season to figure it out.
2: That's how I feel about Merrick McGregor. I want him as my assistant defensive coach at, yeah. at my team for the rest of his life. But I wouldn't want him as my head coach. And that's yeah. how I feel about Taylor. He's probably very good at putting together systems, but he's probably not great at man managing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shields E1 says, Should Mitchell and Peachy be considered for the Blues this year? So I'm guessing Latrell Mitchell is, is that pointing out. Uh I couldn't be more against that if I was a Blues fan for the trial. I, I don't like either. He's 19, and he, he's not a 19 year old who's killing it every week like other 19 year olds he was quite at Origin.
3: Yeah. He doesn't he even right.
2: play a whole game consistently. There's a
0: reason why he's not the fullback at the club, and the consistency is part of it that he, he's working on that. And in the centres, you can get away with taking 20 minutes off, but you can't throw him in Origin, especially when there's other guys again, like there's still Jennings performing. Nah, Je- Je- i have Jennings
1: played. and either Croker or Josh Morris. Yeah,
0: like, simple. Uh, and Tyron Pinchy. get out of here. Yeah, Tyrone Peachy, well, he's probably competing with Jack Bird for that bench roll, right? Or Matt Moylan, one of those guys will have that Actually, i probably
2: put Jack Bird as a starter.
0: Would you? Yeah. Over over Croker and Jennings?
2: Yeah, I think I do. Wow.
0: I, don't think,
2: I think good things just happen around him. I don't
0: think Croker's ever playing Origin, which yeah, sucks. I think, I think you're so right. so good, but yeah. you might be right.
2: If you haven't got there by the time you're, what, he's 27 or 28? Two,
3: no, yeah, I don't,
1: don't know about that.
0: Reynolds debuted
1: last year in his, what, his sixth? Yeah, race, but fifth also fifth he's a half in a spot
0: they, sh- they shuffle every year. Sure. Whereas the centres is kind of something that they don't really shuffle around that much in most rep teams. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Ben, uh, four 47 underscore. He's now a Manly fan again. Oh, oh, congratulations. Why do people hate on my boy DCE? Uh, yeah, as Ben said earlier... Easy target. Easy target. And also the fact that what he did with the Titans and how he handled that whole situation is, is always going to have him as a, a, a disliked character. There's plenty of other backflips people have moved on from, but the way he handled himself through it left a bad mark on him, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like a... LeBron James wasn't the first guy to leave his
1: hometown team, but he was the first guy to make his decision on a like yeah. special
2: nationally broadcast like television event. And there was lead-ups to that even, because if you remember, there was all the stories that he wasn't one of the boys at Manly. So people inherently, instinctively, subconsciously think, oh, he's not one of the boys, he's not a good bloke. Yeah. So that leads into then the decision to
0: everything. Blah, it, it's all compounds. Okay, his next question is, will Hayne leave for French rugby this year? Maybe. I don't care. I don't either. I'm over it.
3: Yeah, I'm, look, over, I'm over him. I don't want to
2: specul- I want to watch him play football. I don't want to talk about Jared Hayne off-field yeah, anymore. It, I just uh, want to watch him play football and hopefully be good at it. Sells, it, sells, it. Sell, sells papers, mate. Gets clicks. It does. That, Sorry. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's wrong to write about it. I, it's
0: the headline. Go ahead. It's just not something I want to read and talk about no, anymore. Yeah. Neil Henry digging a personal for a receipt, though. That's what I do know. Big looking time. for the receipt. Yeah. Okay. Michael Darren, 79, is making his big return. Some questions have come in. Oh, God. bunker! I'm not looking for Broncos, <laughs> I just want to. I don't, 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 don't want to answer this first one. Did Tom Greenberg take the soft option with Tim Simona and, Par- and the Parramatta salary cap?
2: We answered this already.
0: Yeah, but the salary cap. I don't think. It, did no, that was fine. Whatever. Yeah. They didn't make the finals. I think that's mm. as good. Like that's that's the point of that penalty.
2: They didn't I, make the finals. I just yeah, get I over care.
0: attacking anybody. Like I get over attacking the CEO of the game. It's not an easy job. I don't know?
2: know. I can't remember the last like I don't know level scandal under. Greenberg. There's been lots of little things happen, but I don't think there's been a catastrophe under He's Greenberg. actually really good. He, he handles it, things well. He has
0: his press release, has his small NRL press conference and it moves on. He's not in front of the media all the time like Gallup or, so I prefer mm-hmm. it that yeah. way. His next question, would be better serve with p- another player at Hooker? Can anyone comment on Zach Wolford?
2: Reynolds straight into Hooker for mine. I don't think he's a 5'8", but he's a I guy who's going to gonna fight it. for you every I week. I want to see
0: it. Yeah, me and Ben spoke before the podcast like 10 minutes about Josh Reynolds and how he... Puts in too hard to be not be in the side somewhere, but he's not the 5'8", and hooker might be the answer, but...
2: Because he's going to put in the whole game. He is. He's going to work hard. He's going to do his bit. I don't know whether he's a Des hooker, but I think he's a hooker.
0: Yeah. I, I reckon you give Michael Easter a few more weeks of what they're letting him do now, see off the leash and see what he can do, and if not, you... What, only be
2: out. able to pass to one side of the field?
0: Yeah, <laughs> but running the ball more. Oh, he, and probably put, he can just do a pirouette to pass. Is it left to right or right to left? Uh, left pass. to right, he can't pass. Yeah. It looks like a UFO crashing when he and goes left Reynolds, to right. Reynolds would have bored him twice last yeah. year. How good was that? That was yeah. the best. With the every effing time, that was the best. <laughs> okay. Um, Zach Wolford. I, I feel like I've watched him play, and I don't think Canberra regret losing him, if, or what I'll put it. They lost a the guy with his dad's name, and I don't think they'll miss him.
2: And his old man's coaching somewhere too. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> this is a good one. What happened to Wayne Bennett losing the dressing room?
2: Oh, he found it about 15 yeah, minutes but, later.
0: Uh, yeah. He made a joke Bennett did himself. that he, yeah, I think I he said it like. was like next to the toilets or something yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is Latrell Mitchell's best position? We don't know yet. I currently think for what he's doing now, they've made the right call. I'm okay. I think, I think so
1: too. They, they look good with Gordon at fullback and him at center. There's yeah. two
2: things I want to see Latrell Mitchell do. Go to the weights room and eat less pasta. Yeah. Like he looks unfit. I want to see him put on a bit of muscle and a bit less fat and then I'll work out where his position is.
0: Yeah, and the last one, Michael Darren says, Ray, the Bennett question, was all the talk, was it all talk and suddenly going away because they're competitive? Yes, it always mm-hmm. is. Like, it just happens... It There's happens no every, scandals when you're winning games. It happens every two off-seasons with Wayne Bennett. The media are like, oh, this is the year, boys. We'll get him this year, and then it doesn't happen. And it's going to happen again probably another year or two until it finally happens. But when you're wrong 19 times, it doesn't mean you're right when you get it eventually. Uh, Hamish Neal... With another edition of Lollahia Lotto this week, where is Tui Lollahia playing next season? Uh, not in New Zealand. Yeah, you reckon? Right? He so could have some... left this season already.
1: Mm, I I don't know, man. He's just like, looks, just watching him play, he's
2: got the attitude of a guy who doesn't want to be there. I'm trying to think of a team that's established that could use someone with a bit of spark. I'm not sure. Who it... Maybe the Eels. He could be, if he fits into that system. that has got to be some... the answer to them, though. Is it a Bellamy one where he has to go down and work hard and learn what footy's about? Oh, geez. Lola here at six in that team. Mm. Yeah. Even in the centres in that team, push Blair out and put him
1: in the centre. Yeah, I could see that. Putting it out there, Dragons with a new coach, maybe. Yeah. Bulldogs as well, a chance. Mm. Um, Yeah. Plenty of options. Know, there's, there's a long way away from that. Uh, mate, I just time, think mate. he's too good to be just wasted on the wing at, or not playing first grade at all. I don't know if, he was. I know he was
0: bad last week. I'm but not. I'm not off him. I'm a big fan. No, but I know. But he, 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 you know, for all we know, he could be in that basket we mentioned earlier. That player, who this is just who he is. Sure. This is, you know, that's it. But he, when when he does get chance in the halves, he's always impressed us. So I don't know if he has. I like I hear a there's lot. There's been a lot of games he's played in the halves where I've gone, I thought you were better than this. Yeah, there's just promise. It's. Just, oh, a I think you and, and I step. were DMing yeah. once
2: about like, is he a myth because we keep thinking he's good but he just had another bad game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Like I, I really like Tui but yeah, moved to the halves. He hasn't really killed it but he gets... Because he's a popular guy we all afford in chances which is fine but... Um yeah, he's got a long, he's got a whole season to work his way back in the side. We'll see what happens. There's got to
2: be something off-field there that we don't know about. Like yeah. is he a lazy trainer? Does he have bad at- I don't know what it is. There's got to be something yeah. for a guy that talented to struggle so much.
0: Yeah, and they keep giving him opportunities. Like, they might not give him opportunities. Anyway, yeah. Josh Robbo 44. Okay. This is this is the one I've never thought of ever. Should the NRL follow NFL, AFL and soccer and have the coin toss right before kickoff?
2: off I no, I don't get excited about coin tosses. I oh, couldn't care less. No. I also could not care less about saw it, anything. We just saw it on TV on Friday night yeah. for the Golden Point. No one cared. Mm-hmm. No, people don't care. And they actually stuffed it up too. Yeah, if you paid attention, the- Jonathan Thurston picked which way he was going to yeah. run, which meant that Broncos should have received the ball and yeah. the Cowboys got the ball. All so they got the decision and the ball. Yeah. Also, when you watch way. the NFL, they
1: stuffed like... The Apart from, like, the big games, they don't really show the coin toss anyway. Yeah. Like, no, People I
0: don't, don't care. I don't care. Is there a viable alternative... For, no, we already answered this. For the M's and if so, how would it work? Look, sure. Look, we got, we address that a lot. It's going to come up again, and we like the MVP system. Okay. Uh, in the scheme of world sports, are NRL fans and personalities most likely to blame for losses? To blame rest for losses, sorry. Yes. I think so. I don't... I, I really
1: really do think that and you and I watch a lot of different sports and so does Ben. Um I, I honestly it's not remotely close to me at all. Like even in even in the NBA like even in the NFL everywhere I, it's not, not it's just this this culture of refs fault just doesn't seem as prevalent to me in any other sport and especially not with on-screen talent in terms of the amount of times people that are supposed to be broadcasting and commentating on the game start hammering refs.
2: The yeah. only time I've seen it be as close to prevalent was the NFL... When the replacement refs. Repla- that yeah. was the word I was in, replacement refs. Yeah. That's the only time I've seen no, it No, That's close. fair, but that that was
1: ju- justifiable. And that was a short period too. It yeah, that was like dead set PE teachers had mm-hmm. taken over the NFL. Yeah. Um,
0: but I thought people could do that job easily. Oh, well... Um. <laughs> 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 that's what I keep hearing. Um, I went to
2: refs training once. It's unbelievable how much they do. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. They're there for like two hours running and they have like junior refs running plays and they'll go what's the one we're going to get wrong on this one I'll forward pass it okay and if the ref gets it wrong as he comes through they pull him up and make him go through again it's but yeah, it, they run for like just And two they do hours. a lot of mental tests at yep. really high This is the thing levels. I always say right because I don't think refereeing in
1: rugby league is any worse than it is in any other sport that I watch but it's like the moment they make a mistake Everyone hammers them. And I know it's a cliche, but they're human, right? And until we get to a point where we're watching rugby league with no knock-ons, no forward passes, no penalties, no missed tackles, then you don't really have a right to criticise the referees because the players make plenty
2: of mistakes. And separate topic on refs, I'm tired of coaches and fans going, the penalty count wasn't even... The penalty count isn't there to be even. You don't get six each a game. It's like they penalise you <laughs> for doing the wrong thing. The scoreline so wasn't 2, even. You were the dumb team.
0: Yeah. Oh, There's this Bulldogs fan who attacks me every Broncos game on Twitter. I'm not giving the satisfaction of blocking him, though, that the Broncos keep winning the penalty count.
2: Just mute him so but he doesn't like, like,
0: know. But it's like, oh, they won 5-4. Wow. That, that One extra changed. penalty. Yeah.
2: But that means your team was the less disciplined th- team. They've
0: had the least penalty since Bennett's been back there because they're trying to give penalties away. Whoop dee doo. do? <laughs> like, but that yeah exactly right. I hate that stuff I hate like Paul Gallon when he goes to the ref after like 20 minutes oh like, we're behind it's 5-0 it's like well yeah <laughs> yeah that's because like, you other keep team, lying the other the team's
1: not like lying in the ruck for 15 seconds every play of the ball <laughs> uh,
0: next one if the NRL scrap the bunker what should it become Ugh. nah nah <laughs> next
3: one scrap
1: metal
0: <laughs> what should be the ultimate no, what would be the ultimate paddle pop flavour
1: uh, it already exists it's called banana yeah,
0: I'm not huge on paddle pops
2: I can't remember the last time I had one. I like look an ice look cream. Look at you two but, big
0: grown-ups. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm more of a Maxi Bond kind of man. A bit well, at, oh, by the way, we all agree. Oh, the you, showman. We all agree. <laughs> oh,
2: look at my... I didn't want just one ice cream. I want two and it's showy.
1: <laughs> Mitch, we've talked about this before. We agree that if you eat the biscuit Nobody side does this. First, that you're biscuit a, you're,
0: first, you're a serial killer. You brought that for the podcast like three There's, times. There's no biscuit first people out there. They, they exist.
2: And when I, uh, I was in high school, I bought one of those things and I ate half of it. And that kid now year, Goes, I'll buy the other half off you for the same price of a full one. Good oh, okay, I went and bought another one. This is how you know
0: maxi bonds are good. Okay, that's how you know how good yeah, they are. But the fat kid tubby should have gone and bought his own. Maybe he just likes a biscuit half. Or he didn't want to walk. Well,
1: I respect that. Respect <laughs> respect his lack of hustle in in terms lack of, of in, <laughs> in, in terms of physicality, but also his increased hustle in terms of getting what
2: he wanted. He, he just decided I like sitting more than eating an entire maxi bond. Which okay. half did you give him though? There's only one half to give. It's the exact, just yeah. checking.
0: The next like 10 tweets are Simo and Butsy talking NFL in our mentions. Can people just how uh, why don't you untag? Th- I tag. hate that. There's nothing
2: worse than like it happens all the time with you and me. You and I will be talking, and some random will chime in, and then you get their random friend chimes in, and you're like, just take me out of this. Please, please we'll go. Have and- qu- That's why we talk in DMs <laughs> all the time. Please
1: go and listen to the Wooten Y podcast if you need
0: what? your NFL fix. Or a good podcast, yeah, or one, that, <laughs> or
1: one with good presenters who don't talk over each other and yell at each other constantly. Yeah. Oh, I've done that a lot today.
0: <laughs> Welcome. That's what. Oh doing. no, you're
1: allowed to. It's just us two.
3: Yeah. yeah okay. You fucking
1: jerk, Mitchell.
0: Is that us? We are done?
1: Uh, oh, that jerk
3: face.
0: You have you know the face what? of a jerk. I feel as I missed this opportunity when you mentioned your paddle pot flavour. Banana. <laughs> oh, you've let yourself down. I missed that. You got it at the end. That's it's gonna get me nightmares. <laughs> it's okay. That's in the. <laughs> that,
1: that's, that, that's in the. That's in the KPIs for this week. It, it didn't, is. Didn't not, not, not optimal number of drops. I'm going to
0: have uh, my uh, Ben Hunt dropping and kickoff style flashbacks next week. Yeah. Oh, I didn't press that drop.
1: Oh, that was funny that the Broncos stuffed up the opening kickoff. Just Two more... weeks in a row, by yeah, the way. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, the, the weirdest one was in the, um, the, the, uh,
2: the, bount- the one that bounced straight back.
0: I don't know. Sure that was... I did I get was that? sent one
2: question. You did? Oh. Yeah, from at Sarge, who watches a lot of my fantasy shows. He wanted to know, how did we all get into the NRL media? Uh London. well I guess you don't technically weigh them you, but you're care. in NRL. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I got an entry level job at
1: Fox in stats department when I was like 19 I just applied online with no experience and I did a test like it was a general like sports knowledge test when I came in for the interview and I did pretty well and I um I uh, did pretty well and then from there I from there I moved into video doing uh doing sort of highlights packages and stuff and I don't know. Uh, I met I, um, I met someone while I was interning at a tech conference who used to be the editor at the Herald, and uh, she put me in touch with some people work there. I started working on the news desk at the Herald, and then eventually I moved into sport.
0: Uh, yeah, Mitchy Mitch. Uh Well, as as you know, as a fountain of NRL knowledge, the people come to you. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's I got a phone call essentially one day. Like, but my my whole plan was um, I was working at a job I was unhappy with.
3: Then which I, was working with me. No, before, no, that. before oh, that. I, before that, I, I uh, was
0: unha- unhappy at your, when I was working at Chief. I was mm. certainly took... Uh, I, and then I took a job. I took any job I could to get out of the job I was unhappy at, which was I moved to Chief where Ben was. and took a massive pay cut. I took... I'm not going to put numbers out there, but it was like a 25% of my salary pay cut. Kind took of
1: unders to get off the Browns and go to the Patriots, but it,
0: not, well, so just to be happy in my life. And what, yeah. and what I did is... Well, I'm, what am I doing now? I'm podcasting. I did two podcasts. I... I knew NRL wasn't just going to happen for me if I didn't do anything about it. And from podcasting and tweeting, I got the phone call one day from someone. That's how it happened. They'd send me stats and talk and talk footy. And I've got a job from that. You too
1: and can chase your dreams, kids. Don't give like, up hope.
0: It. Like, I, I didn't, I'm didn't. i certainly not the per- first person to try and do something themselves. I'm not, I didn't knock down doors. I was hoping to build a base of what I've done. Self-made
1: man, real go-getter. Built,
0: but I was hoping to build a base of no. podcasts for years and then... Vendigo Tony Robbins to someone, over here. Yeah, and I was hoping to end up in a he'd work in media somewhere. work his way up from the boxcars. Yeah, but like getting into the getting into NRL is hard, and I got oh, lucky. It is. I so did I. we're
2: we're all very lucky and like, very grateful. Yeah, I got my start at Channel Nine because yeah. my dad used to be on air and still does occasionally, not as a full time. He's a psychologist and he used to have a guest spot on mornings with Carrie ann I came back from living overseas. I went to live overseas for two years because I hated working offices. And I came back and knew I couldn't do it again. And he said, do you want me to ask if they'll put you on free? You're too old for it because I was in my mid-20s. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do see if they'll put you on for work experience? I did a week and I did everything they said to me and then asked to hang around. And then at the end of the week, I said, can I come back next week? And I did that for six weeks until they went, you work so hard for yeah. nothing. We can't let you keep not being here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give you a part-time job, so I started out being the production assistant on advertorials, doing, hi, I'm James from Danos Direct, blah, blah, doing those. Yeah. Spent a year doing that, worked on carrie Ann for another year, and then Gary Burns, who was the head of the footy show at the time, knocked on, sent me an email, called me, we're hiring, brought me in, and said, we're not going to hire you this year because you're not ready yet, and then a year later, he called me again and said, all right, we think you're ready now, and then uh, from there, he also gave me the, the nod at Chief, because he'd worked there previously doing horse racing. And said, I've got a good young guy who's kind of stuck at nine. And uh, for the last five years, I've been making NRL.com videos. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: yeah it's, it's, You've
2: just got to work hard. That's all seriously. it is. Oh, I yeah. know
1: that sounds like it's a cop out, but it's so true. And especially to Ben's point, like I've done, I, like I did an internship, and the, and the other person that interned with me at the same time just had no hustle, no motivation to do things that they weren't interested in on a personal level. And it just blew my mind that you wouldn't. Once you get a foot in the door that you wouldn't do literally everything possible to try and advance yourself. We get
2: interns at our work and I see it all the time. When I first talk to them, I ask them. There's a couple of questions I always ask. Like, what are you doing here? What do you want to do? Where do you see yourself? Yep. Not that I particularly care about what the answer is. I want to know how passionate they are. Sure. And then I tell every single one of them, you bust your gut while you're here. You make an impression that even if there's no job here, maybe they hear about a job somewhere else. Ask to come back and work after you're out. Like if you're at uni... Ask if you can come in and do three hours at night after work. Yeah. It Whatever it is, you've got to make an impression on them and they want you because there's someone else making that impression.
1: That's how... So, I did this... Worked at this tech conference, right? And I was a social media intern for, the, for a week at this thing. And I just did everything possible. I... I I interviewed as many people as I could. I live tweeted as many talks was, as I possibly could. I did everything. I ran around the floor. I took as many photos, I tweeted, and did as much work as I possibly humanly could. And then the woman who was running it used to be the editor of the Sydney Herald and she put me in touch with someone. And that's how I ended up there. You've just got to work hard and you know yeah. and things will
0: usually
2: work I was, out. It's not exciting. It's not glamorous. That's how you it's get not, ahead.
0: But yeah. I was not a hard worker at my two previous day full-time jobs. I'll tell you that much because they weren't my passion. But I went... Like It sounds dumb, but I watched every game of footy I could. I watched. I read everything about footy. I watched. I put time into that, Uh, and that's where I got somewhere. At
2: work, your co-workers, because we were in different departments, used to talk about how much time you spent on Twitter. Because you were, while it wasn't traditional hard work, you were always NRL. Yeah, you were tweeting stuff. You were looking stuff up. You were keeping in that motion, and that's what get you noticed. It's a different kind of hard work. Oh yeah, I was definitely.
0: I was. That was. I'm sitting here getting a paycheck kind of role, mm. but I was always had my mind on something else, and other things. Other things came. That's part of it, and like. It's just, yeah, people want to get in sports media, and they, but they think it's because they like sports media that they can work in sports media or similar. And that's not how it works. And here's the, Everybody the dirty secret of sports there. media.
2: You're working bad, probably long hours. When your friends are out watching games and having yeah. fun, that's when you're working. Um,
1: I, ever since I started working at Fox back when I was 19, I, I'd say I reckon I've worked probably 80% of Saturday nights since then.
2: Yeah, something like that. It's very similar to hospitality hours. I don't yep. do a lot of weekends anymore because I do a lot of weekday productions. Yep. But in the lead up to the season, I worked fifteen or sixteen days. Yep. And right now I'm starting a twelve day straight stretch because that's what sports is. Because I'm doing NRL during the week, and then on the weekend I'm producing a triathlon.
0: And see, I found a gig in sports that I can work on, not media stuff, but look at stuff I love doing and work on it, and (laughs) do else and not work weekends. (laughs) Yeah, you fit the goal. I've got it. Sweet, you do. And the pay is okay, so I'm happy where I am. Anyway, that's a long rant about what we do with ourselves. Oh, I wouldn't say it
1: was a rant. And look, if that, <laughs> if I'm not trying to sound
0: like condescending, but we're just trying know, to reach we, that one person. Se- yeah, seriously, just one of you. Yeah. Well, legitimately, if like, all, if people are interested. If there's somebody young listening who's interested in working in rugby league statistics, send me a DM. Mm. Legitimately, slide right in there. Like, I, you know, you can. I'll get, I'll get you an intern in a couple of weeks if you're any, if you, if one, if you're, if you're passionate too. Look at your hard work here. I'll get you an internship. First
1: question, do you think Moylan is better than Tedesco? Well, that, and well, that will separate the, uh, the wheat from the chaff. Please,
2: yeah. sit on my black couch. I'll
1: just turn the camera on. $1,000 <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, no, 5, to $5,000 a day.
2: And, yeah, if you, no. <laughs> <laughs> and if you legit want to get into the media, now that we're ignoring what we just said, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're studying at uni, don't just study at uni. Go and get a job on the side somewhere with a company that'll let you work a couple of hours after work or if you've got a free period, whatever you do. Yep. If you've got a day off, Go to work that day because I, there's, yeah. there's what, 5,000 people who come out exactly. with a media degree I'll every say, year. Yeah, that, be the one who worked that, while That, me, were has there. to
1: be the most... In, that is the most... You're right. That's the most important piece of advice. You you are not going to come out of uni and just land into a job if you don't have any experience. And I know people go, oh, it's hard to get experience. It's not that hard if you look around.
2: If you're prepared to do it for free, people Which will put sucks, you on. Which sucks, by the way. I'm not it advocating sucks.
1: working for free and it's bullshit. Um, and seriously, try to find something that will pay you. Mm. even if it's like 20 bucks for an article or something yep. and those places exist Steve Masco is always looking for people up for his website I'll say that right now if you don't follow him on twitter you probably should And the
2: other one if you don't want to work for someone else have a profile online have your own blog have your own youtube channel so that you can show someone else that you have Yeah people you've got I know content.
1: I know people that have their own youtube channel they have their own they have their own blog or they have their own mailing list where they do their own sports stuff and there's some people who are very young that do that and I'm really impressed with them and that's that's a kind of that's a little things like that are the kind of going to get separated
0: Yeah I mean you, you make a point there though, is like if you haven't got experience, you create experience. That's what I try to do, and that, that's it. If you haven't got experience in the industry, no one's going to look at you because, as you said, there's five thousand people who are in the same boat. I'll tell
2: you. And i also, I'll give
1: you the best example of this. Right, so when I started at the Herald, I wasn't doing any sports stuff at all. I was doing news production stuff, and I had been doing live blogs and like writing comment pieces for the Raw for like two years up until that point. Um, not paid, even though I'd asked a couple of times. But that's annoying. of course you didn't want to get into that. But, it's media, but well, we're whores was, We want money. The fact that I did that and then this, uh, then when there was an opportunity to do live blogs for the NRL, I said to the sport guys, hey, I've done these for a different website. I'd really love a chance
2: to do them for you. And I've been doing them ever since. Yeah, so. same. Uh, mornings with kerry Ann. I don't care about what 50-year-old women are watching TV, but I did it for three years. Yep. For experience. Um, the last one is, please don't join the industry because it's hard enough to oh, get yeah. a job.
0: Oh, it's ridiculous! Um, Too many piranhas in the tank already. Oh, there's so many, pri- <laughs> and there's always downsizing, and there's no jobs. And s- Don't
2: fight with us with your fresh young bravado. Yeah, but, I'm yeah, old yeah. and grizzled. Get out of here! But
0: if you're 16, legitimately, don't be dumb enough to try and be a journalist right now. No, no, but so, start a blog. People, people are doing that a lot. Don't yeah, go do something. There's else. probably we more got, money in being a YouTube. Star we have one. Than who's working we have one journalism. young listener who's that age who's
1: got his own like mailing list and does his own EPL videos and stuff, and it's really impressive stuff. And I think more kids need to do yeah sort of stuff
0: like, like that. I see people like. Unis taking in still taking 1,000 people whenever you do media. Yeah, for which is reason? irresponsible. At what? Uh, 10 different unis. Yeah. So it's anyway, 10,000 anyway, people. All right. You that, stop talking about unis, etc. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 Look,
1: I mean, I think that was pretty useful chat if not a touch self-indulgent on, on all of our parts.
2: All right. Uh, thanks for coming on, Ben. Anything to plug while you're here? Yeah, watch. go to nrl.com. There's a whole bunch of shows every day. I know the website isn't always the greatest but if you click the video tab on the top left, it'll show you the latest video. I've got Freddie on a couple of days a week if you like him. If you're into fantasy, there's different shows. And my favourite is every Wednesday, Matt Elliott comes in to hit a touchscreen and show you how plays are done. The most Great.
0: underrated content in NRL yep. at the moment. It takes a lot uh, of work. Mitch, any good. stats you want to plug? in, nerd? No, just what's the breakdown i yeah, love it
2: it is good thank you i run on compliments and caffeine mm. in that order all right uh, so say
1: goodbye ben goodbye ben say goodbye Mitchell yeah. and it's goodbye from me run the
4: slums of challenge who tank clan strikes again the reza the jazza old dirty bast in his spectral deck make on the chef you god ghost face killer and the maddy hey deep man let me deep man me take deep man let me take you Hey, you, get off my cloud You don't know me and you don't know my staff We'll be getting blamed when they come to a jam Here I am, here I am, the Matic Man Patty cake, Patty cake. hey, the Matic Man No need to get beat for or beat your pants cause I'm not butter. In fact, I snap back like a rubber band I be Sam, Sam, I'm And I don't eat green eggs and ham so I'll hit you, the f*** Yeah, You'll be like, that's the jam Shot and out, shot, hitting you from every angle. There's no doubt, ah, man, the one and only method me, man, the master of the plan, rapping like Chopin. Rap with some of this and some of up, what? I thought I saw a pretty cat over there, but I think he to be rare. But Biggie Dog, right here, hippy, hippy, yeah, dog, yo, like sex, this ain't your average, no. Coming like raw, ooh, I'm G-Dawg. Tell me how you like it so far, baby, boy. The poetry's in motion, coast to coasting. Like lotion, washed up.